What's going on, everybody? This is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we celebrate them gorditas and the big, large women of the universe, if you know what I mean. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, new, new, a.k.a. New, new, Mr. New Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator. Coach Stradamus, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. Also known as CGA, that is Sea God Allah, and I'm the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you lined up today. We're going to talk about the That's You, ladies. And that's you. Former Flatback Supreme Christy Brinkley for the Young Brothers. She was the shit in the 80s. She's out here struggling, talking about she's looking for love, but there's no one out there uh, for her to love. And that's you. What we tell you ninjas is that for some reason, a lot of you guys think when it gets older. When you get older, it'll get better. These hoes will get in line, and you'll be able to get leverage and option over them, and they'll be desperate out here. And Delulu will not be the Salulu. Unfortunately, ninjas, as an older man, let me tell you, ninja, these women do not throw in the damn towel. They don't throw in the damn towel at all. They still be out here looking for love, looking for a man, looking for a man with a plan, and they out here still trying to sell y'all ninjas a fairy tale. Even at age 69, a former flatback supreme out here talking about she's looking for love, but there's no one out here. What I'm gonna Where I'm gonna clear up what she go? means by there's no one out here. All right, but she is not throwing in the towel. I'm just letting y'all know. These old schizoids do not throw in the towel. They be out here acting like they got the freshest punani. They be like, I got to be the freshest MC, freshest peace leave, peace leave. It's got to be the freshest peace leave. Mm. Yeah. They ain't throwing in the damn towel. The Lulu is the Salulu. They be out here 40, 50, 69 years old. And it's got to be the freshest peace leave. Peace leave. Peace leave. And it is got to be peace leave. <laughs> I just, oh my goodness. 50, 69 years old with the freshest peace leave out here. That fresh, fresh Punani. And Christy Brinkley been ran through allegedly more times in the Holland Tunnel. I'm going to have to pull up her resume. Let me see. I'm going to see how many times she's been married. I mean, I think she's been married at least once or twice. She was married to uh, Billy Joel, I think, at one point. Wasn't she? Yeah, she, damn, four times. She done struck out four times. And that's you. Four ex-husbands. <laughs> oh, shish. This is crazy. Four ex-husbands. This is nuts. It doesn't get better. And it has got to be the free peace lead. She should be slanging that peace leave around, letting anybody hit that. She's probably still doing it, too. Anyway, we got that coming up today. Yeah, we got that coming up today. What else do we got coming up today? We got uh, Straggle and Snickle Theater coming up. We got Straggle and Snickle Theater. We got crime 
in law CGA. We're going to review the Luis, uh, the Spanish Federation uh, guy is in trouble. Hot water again. His ass going to court after he done lost his job on his day off. We got that coming up here. We got crime and law CGA. Millionaire con woman built the military out of $100 million. Wait till you see the woman who has done that and how she did it. And Delulu is the Salulu. Anyway, the evening show is a little loosey-goosey. So if I riff, I just riff. I don't have no JUCO lined up today. So let me see. I mean, I, I got some feelers out there. Okay, I got some. Okay. Tomorrow I do. <laughs> and it's not even Thursday, Ling Ling coming through. But uh, anyway, got that in a much, much more. So do me a favor. Hit the like button on this show and to contribute to today's show. Dallas sign. The Notorious. CGA. What? What is going on here? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. Oh, to contribute to today's show, Dallas sign The Notorious. CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal. It's PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Yes, you can. Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show before we get out of control on the evening. And I I do not do this show drunk, okay? You know, all day long, I'll be like, man, maybe I should have a little drinky drink. Maybe I should have a little drinky drink. And I'd be like, no, nah, Ninja, I got to get back on the air. I got to get back on the YouTube airwaves. If I have me a little drinky drink, I'm going to come on here and act a fool up in here, up in here. I've done it before. I've done it before. I done been out at lunch feeding girls jasmine rice and chicken skewers. Had me a little margarita, came back litty. <laughs> I came back litty. Nah, man, you got can't do that. Ninjas can't be doing coca and getting on the internet. I know there's a there's one dude allegedly that did coca and got on the internet. There's ninjas that be a little henny. There's ninjas that get on here. They do drugs, coca. They smoke weed. They get up here high as a kite. They get up in here drunk and they be acting a fool. All right, you want to see that? I'm gonna have to put that on pay per view. Drunk history with CGA. It's gonna be crazy. Now, you can't do that. You have to be responsible. You get on here and you act a fool. You can't call it back. You can't be like, all right, take it down. They just be like, he acting a fool up here. Clip. They clip me and they be passing it all around the internet. Let's get on with this. Shout out to JC says, my boy told me his ex is dating her lawyer now. Man. Hey, man, women got to pay somehow. Women have to pay somehow. Women have to pay somehow. That's what we have to learn, man. Tomorrow's show going to be Liddy in the morning. Unless there's a unless there's a breaking news, we got a lit show. Because what's coming up, what's coming up, I mean, we, we're gonna be ready for what I've been telling you. All right, shout out to you. Your boy's ex is dating her lawyer. Lawyers be out here banging these old soggy ex-wives. All right. All right, anyway. Banging these soggy ex-wives. Trying to get paid. The ex-wife's in here and he's trying to take my kids. He's trying to get 50-50 custody. And I need child support to support and pay for my kids. And and I can't pay. I'm a deadbeat. I mean, I'm not a deadbeat. But he's a deadbeat if he don't pay. And I can't pay you your retainer. And I have a retainer in my mouth. Is there any way you can help me out with this case? And the guy says, well, as a matter of fact, I think there's something you can do. It's barbecue in there. (laughs) 
I think there's something you can do. Yeah, lawyers, lawyers got to bang the ex-wives. There's something maybe we can talk. Let's talk turkey. Let's talk turkey. All right, anyway. New York anesthesia guy, he's an engineer doctor. He says Christy Brinkley was an uptown girl. She been living in her uptown world. Yeah. And he says in Long Island in New York, they've immortalized Billy Joel. And she was, why is this screen is all messed up? Hold on for a second. And she was subject of one of his iconic hits, Uptown Girl. She been living in her uptown world. Did she get dookie on? Somebody said Vince McMahon style. She got dookie on. Shout out to the Uptown Girl. Hey, man, that was a big deal. When that song came out and Christy Brinkley was walking across the street and she had her little sticks and her high heels, them skinny-ass legs, you know, man, the white folks like them skinny legs. White dudes be loving it, but, like, she's really skinny. I know what you mean. I like it, too. We'll get to the gorditas in a minute. But she walked around there with her no personality having ass. This is all alleged, by the way. We'll get to it. Christy Brinkley. I know the young dudes are like, man, who are you talking about? Who would be Christy Brinkley today? Well, nobody. We have diversity and inclusion. Olivia Dunn. <laughs> right, Olivia Dunn. <laughs> Did she get dookie on? I don't know, man. Uh, Olivia, who would be Christy Brinkley today? I mean, they used to have skinny fashion models. Now they all fat. Oh, I was in Target today, and I walked past, I walked past the panty aisle. To get to where I was going, I needed some Visine eye drops. And, you know, they had the woman's section over here. And it was like the panty section or the bathing suit section. First model I see is a Down syndrome black woman. Like it was a black woman, but it was like a maybe a racially ambiguous. And she was cross-eyed, like cockeyed. Like she was modeling like, you know, ninja. and I was like... <laughs> I was looking. I walked by and said, "All right, I'm gonna ignore that shit. I'm gonna ignore that shit. I'm gonna ignore it. I'm gonna act like I didn't see it." And it was like a teenager, you know what I mean? She was all modeling her swimsuit, all cockeyed, like. And I was like, "Oh man!" I said, "Okay, man, this diversity, equity, and inclusion shit is going way too far." So I kept walking. And then the next billboard I see, the woman, it's like a 68-year-old white woman with short haircut and a model, bikini model, like, with her soggy-ass legs. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got to keep going, man. What in the world going on, man? Send it. Send this shit, man. I can't. What, I, what world? Am I in the Twilight Zone? Imagine I was in prison for 20 years and I came out and I'm looking at the billboards like, wow. <laughs> These inclusion models. And I think that I think the girl that had the, the Down syndrome that was cockeyed, I think she had vitiligo, too. I mean, they had a whopper. They had the triple whammy on her. She had vitiligo. She had freckles. She was like black, but light skinned, like uh, chocolate, like caramel black and cross-eyed and down syndrome. I was like, boy, they knocked it all the way out of the park. They was like <laughs> grand slam. They was like, yo, you's perfect for the job. Mm. Oh, man. I was like, good. New, 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 new world order. I was like, man, let me just get in here. 
let me just get in here and get my stuff and get the hell up out of here before before they arrest me in Target. <laughs> this is crazy. She covered all the bases. She was like, I got I got one for you. I got one for you. The the guy, the guy that's the model agency was like, I got one for you. This is an inside the park home run. Anyway, man. Hey, it's crazy out here. Hey yo, chill, son. Hey yo. <laughs> anyway, I'm not what am I saying wrong? Y'all did just, just acting like I'm saying something new, wrong. New, 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 new man, cuff order. your balls, man. What's going on? What's going on, man? I, I didn't say nothing wrong. I'm just describing what I saw. I'm just describing. I'm not saying anything discriminatory. I, I'm literally describing what I saw. Let me see if I can pull up the image. All right. You know I'm about to mess around. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Maybe it's on there. Oh, you know what? You know what? I might Target might not work with me. You know, they're working with, inter, they're working with uh, internet personalities. They, they definitely ain't going to work with me. All right, uh, that's the weekly ad. All right, maybe if I can find it on Target ad. Okay, I can't find it. Yeah, they had it all messed up. I was like, man, what in the hell are y'all trying to do? Yeah, anyway, I was going to bring it up. <laughs> we already out here. The show is already, yeah, they've already stopped it. They've already stopped people from notifications. <laughs> all right, anyway. Oh. <sighs> Nobody else is coming into the stream. Uh, they've already slowed it down. I'm being nice, so hit the like button, please. By the way, it is Tuesday. It's Tuesday, so that means it's our wonderful days of our gorditas. All right, we showed you these this morning. And take a look here. Look at our girls here. Boy, oh boy. Hello. Hello. Man. I wonder what. This has got to be a condition. This is this is something else, man. Boy, oh boy, I tell you, man, that's gonna be that's gonna be a it's gonna be slippery. It's gonna be slippery in the building here. So watch out when you get to a gordita, though. You can't end up like this. Oh. Uh oh. Oh. oh, and look at him. Look at him. He's sniggling. You know, he smokes pounds of weed. Pounds. He smokes pounds of synthetics. This guy right here. He drinking, smoking, and he got the front booty. She got her front booty on and everything, and she throwing stuff. Yeah, he was in there. He be tagging these gorgeous right there. These chicken tortas. Look at her, boy. Just look at these girls. Look at him, man. Hey, man, don't piss off. Don't piss off your gordita. <laughs> 49ers fan. Yeah, he is a 49ers fan. Don't piss off your gordita like that, man. Man, let her down easy. Let your gordita down easy. Yeah, took her out to eat. Um, One of my friends did. Uh, I always tell you I'll be out here at the JUCO. Well, one of my JUCO's friends had an issue. They know I'm good at Photoshop. And they were like, man, hey, CGA, can you help me with this image? I know you're good at Photoshop. You do thumbnails for the internet. And she said, well, I was in a, I was in a grocery store or a gas station, and um, I took a photo of myself. I look really good in the photo. Can you Photoshop the woman out of this photo? And I said, well, maybe I can Photoshop a woman out of the photo. 
Send it on over and I'll Photoshop the woman out of the photo so that you look good so you can share it all over social media. So she sent me this. She sent me this image and I said, you, your friend looks all right. I mean, I don't know why she wants to share this particular picture, but she was adamant that she needed somebody out of this image right here. And uh, I had to really figure out who exactly she wanted out of this image. Um, I was like, is your friend in the front or the back? And she said, nah, uh, the lady in the back, I want the lady in the back. I want Photoshop out of this image. And I said, oh, OK, all right. <laughs> uh, I was like, for what reason? I'm, well, I could see why. But, uh, you know, I told her I'll work on the image real quick. And uh, I think I could get it back to her. But if I do have any trouble, do we have any Photoshop brothers here? That might be able to get this image cleaned up just a little bit. Anybody? Anybody? I'm just saying, just try to get somebody a job right there. All right. There it is right there. I don't know. Just asking my audience. I just, sometimes I can't. I don't even have time for it uh, anyway. That's interesting, huh? Have you quite seen something like that before? Mm. <laughs> All right. Did you see her? You saw it? Yeah. I, some of y'all can't. Yeah. Some of y'all can't. Oh, this person back here. Oh, I see. I don't know what's going on here. This is disgusting. What in the world is what in the, oh, the humanity? All right. I said I could get her out of there, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, easy with Photoshop. I could do it. I could do it. Somebody is banging the hell out of that right now. There's a ninja in there. Woo! And there's the funk of 40,000 years. The funk of 40,000 years. All right, yeah, I think I can help her out. Anyway. Let me get over here and see what's going on. This show is already off the rails. <sighs> Man, if I seen that in person, if I see that in person, I would be like, stop. Some ninja hitting it raw too. No government name says the comment that I made on today's show, I was not talking about testosterone levels. Maybe I messed it up. He says, or the type of women men get with, I was talking about how. And why men get into relationships. There are guys who have high testosterone in band below and band below average women. Men, unfortunately, still choose to sign up for usury and abusery. They do. Men do start that. Men love signing up for usury and abusery. They feel good. But there's a reason why there's a there's a clip I'm going to play maybe tomorrow of why guys do this. And uh, there was a guy, you might not agree with him, but he talks about the stages of men, of being a man. And then you're going to kind of see what happens there. Kaylin says, Coach, the rapper of the game now claims he's broke after all the lawsuits he's had on him. This is sad to say the least. He's not broke. <laughs> well, let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. I don't want to blow up his spot. Like BBM Young Diesel yesterday tried to blow up my spot. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, he's, he's not, well, he just doesn't own anything. The game doesn't own anything. Let's put it like that. But he got got, all right. He got got bad by that one woman. And I covered the story. He simply is saying he owns nothing and uh, nothing. Nobody's going to pay him directly in his government name. That's all that happened. And if anybody doesn't know, he's talking about a young lady that sued the game for, um, a, a, I think it was a sexual assault, and uh, he did not show up to the hearing. He did not show up to the trial or the court date 
because he claims he was going on a tour or he was having an orthodontic procedure done. Therefore, he cannot show up to court. He asked to get the case continued. The judge says no continuation. They had a default summary judgment. They gave they gave the plaintiff or the petitioner anything she wanted, and they gave her, I think, a $5 million uh, judgment or so, and he simply said, I'm not going to pay it, and um, I'm not going to pay it. So he's had to sell everything he's owned, um, like his house and his catalog. So he he owns nothing. Now, he probably knows who owns it, and he's allowed to use it, but yes. Macaroni Tony, I thought I was on to something when this hen I knew since we was hashlings. But he says, I'm back on defense right now. Low man talk. Call out the, yeah, low man talk. He says, call out the ball screens, no middle. And he says, move your feet, don't reach. Stay disciplined out here. Stay disciplined. Did she get his music catalog? Let me see if I can pull this up. Yeah, man, she got that, Ninja Boy. She got that, Ninja. She got his music catalog. Man, it's a cold world, and it was just a skeezer, too. Alleged skeezer. I ain't going to call her a skeezer. I'm just saying. Yeah, and uh, she's accusing him of creating shell cub. Oh, it it was a $7 million. $7 million judgment. Man, you guys got a really, really... Really think hard how you're dealing with women. Even the JUCO. Even the JUCO, man. It's getting to the point the JUCO is the spot going to get blown up. Just like the passport bros. Their spots got blown up and they had to move and relocate. <laughs> so nothing, nothing safe. I know you, we want to find these safe zones. And prenup spots been blown up. Stop it with the prenup talk. The prenup spot, these women know to challenge it. They're learning through Jeannie Mai, it's, it's not a spot that they don't know that could get blown up. And the Sprinkle Sprinkle Girl even had a video showing how you can get around the prenup. But right now, it's game over for, let me go ahead and play the, uh, yeah. Game over. Right now, it's only working, girls. That's, that's about what's left. Anything else, you're literally rolling the dice. You're rolling the dice. So please, yeah, game playing a long game. You're rolling the dice with this stuff. It's getting really, really hairy and hectic out here. And women are out here, when they're when they're broke, it is not really a time to laugh at them, although they're going to eat crow. But a desperate woman is a dangerous woman. A desperate woman is a dangerous woman. The normies are entering into the game, a game that they cannot play long term because a normie wants to get married and get into a relationship. When they play this OnlyFans game and this Instagram model and selling feet pictures and going to the JUCO and they start stripping on the side and they start seeing celebrities and getting flown out, when they're doing this, they're doing it out of desperation and this is a dangerous woman. Okay. This is a dangerous woman, so please, please be out here on your P's and Q's when you're dealing with these people because um, tomorrow's show is going to be an eye-opener. Last two, XL Pro Services, says Coach Gang, salute. Good to see you. And shout-out to Christopher C. says Ninja Ling Ling. <laughs> the Ninja Ling Ling, uh, shout-out to you there. Let's get to the show. What is it? Straggle and Sniggle Theater? Let me check. It is Dragon Once Nickel Theater. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Hey, I 
with me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, Stragglewood with Sniggle Theater, hit that like button. We just chilling in here. We just chilling. Yeah. It's going to be something out here, man. Today's men who are getting Punani today are tomorrow's legal cases. They are. Like, they're tomorrow's legal cases. They're 2030s legal cases. You getting, you getting some Punani right now? It's a 2030 legal case. She going to come out like Cassie. Oh, with sex traffic? Look at this big man. This woman let her get dookied on. Look at this big man. <laughs> this is a cold-ass world. Like, this woman for two and a half years was getting fucked on the table, massage tables. She was showing up for breakfast. She was getting penetrated digitally and in the duke shoot. She got her face dookied on, and she sued the shit out of that ninja. And John Laurinaitis. I'm like, bruh, and tried to throw block. And she was literally having that two and a half years. Cassie, 10 years. And they came out on the back end like, you owe me. <laughs> oh, shit. So just because she's cooperating now doesn't mean she ain't going to sue you later. Nah, Ninja, what you do, Sean, is you run that super duper, super duper game on them. And if you run that game on them, you can't get got. How you how you how you admitting getting dookied on on your face though? <laughs> I mean that's nuts. He probably did that ish. Dookied on her face. Oh man, and she like finished the job. She was like, oh, I guess I'm in a bind. Man, Almighty, be careful out here. Straggle with Snickle Theater. We have a young straggle daggle with a blonde wig. What a what what a what a cultural appropriator. What a cultural appropriator here. Is that what they call it? Cultural appropriation. She's got a blonde wig on. She's trying to be like a white woman. She claims that she's in a vehicle and uh, she was on a date with the guy. He gets pulled over by the police, but she says the vehicle was stolen. For going out on a date instead of going um, to work. She's a stripper, most likely. Yeah, they took him out. They took him out. It's a stolen vehicle. What you mean, sir? Like, what do you mean? Who daughter is that? I still accused, so I might just go to work. But now I gotta pay mad money. This man should have just gave me like this. Mm, this is why I can't. She a stripper for sure. Not go on dates. I do not go on dates because this is exactly why. What do you mean if he's in a stolen vehicle? Like, what do you mean? First of all, it's a um old Honda. You got me in a Honda stolen like. I could say it was like a Benz, like a BMW, but you got me in a stolen Honda, and we get caught for this. People would look, people look at me as they walk by. I knew they wouldn't laugh, because I would have been laughing too. Wait a minute. You, you're mad that people are looking at you walking by, but you're posting it to the internet? Please make it make sense. Make it make sense. So you're obviously not embarrassed for the people walking by, but I could tell she's definitely um a stripper because she says... She should have just went to work tonight. And then she said she got to pay mad money to go to work. I don't know if you guys know. Scrippers definitely got to pay. They got to log in and pay their $50 to $100 so they can take the stage. And if it ain't bone dry in there, they going to make that money back. If it's slow, they ain't making that money back. So that's basically what she's saying there. This, so she I, that's stripper talk. And, uh, yeah, she mad that the pookie she decided to go on a date with that doesn't have a BMW but has a Hyundai got pulled over 
<laughs> oh, man, this is crazy. Oh, man. If she didn't have that wig on, she'd probably be good looking, but straggle. All right, what do we got here? We got a Captain save We got a Chad or a Tyrone on the motorcycle and a young girl leaking. A young girl leaking. Let's take it to the video here. Apparently, this young girl wanted to get on the back of a motorcycle with the Tyrone or a Chad. And they're, I think they're in Brit. Either he has a British accent or Australian. I can't really, I, I can't remember. But she wants to jump on the back. Now, he's saying, mm, I don't think you of age. You look like an underage 21-year-old. And I'm not a metaphile. So he doesn't want to get on, on the bike. She's saying, I'm of age. And her Captain save Beta Brad, is trying to cock block so she don't get on the bike. Boy, we got it all wrapped up in one video. Yeah, get on. How old are you? 17. If you was a year older, I'd tell you. Are you her boyfriend? No, this is my family friend. Oh! We'll go around once. Well, one, you're not 18. 18. 18. You're not 18. Hold up for a second, Ninja. Did you say 18? What that mean? She leaking, ain't she? She over there leaking. Let's go around once so I can drop that net. It's barbecue in there. Number one, you're not 18. Eighteen? What that mean? Just said eighteen. Hold on for a second. All right. First of all, you're not eighteen. All right, but what what age is eighteen? All right, let me get in here. Yeah, he groomed me. He groomed me. He slipped his digitals in my. Never mind. All right, so let's get back to the video here. He said you're not eighteen. How old are you? Let's get in here. Well, one, you're not 18. No, I'm not 18. And two. No, I am 18. Ah, Wait you just said, you just caught yourself out. Hey. No, you should let me. No, no, no. You, you should let me. Though. No, I'm sure. 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 18 plus on the back of this. Oh. <laughs> see you around. Oh. Yeah, get on. Yeah, he said, see you around, you bitch. All right, he got up out of there. All right, good, good looking out, man. You got to be 18. But in but in London, this 16 is legal, so I... Her frontal lobe didn't develop, and she didn't have a helmet on, so I don't know what the law is over there. She wasn't 18. <laughs> but did you see how aggressive she was volunteering? She was volunteering. I want it. I want it. I want it. And then when she get over there, oh, I didn't want it. He did this, and he dookied on my forehead, right? Man, ladies be out here. I want to do it. I want it. Help. And ninjas are weak to the girls, so you'll let her do it, and then your ass will get got. Ninja in jail without no bail, for real. Straight jacket. I want to do it. I'm A-ing. <laughs> she wanted it leaking. All right, what do we got here? We allegedly a skit here where a young man is being approached by a young straggle-daggle. We'll call him a sniggles being approached by a straggle. Asking strangers to be my sperm donor, part four. This is probably certainly a skit, but maybe if it's not, we'll see if the guy decides to be her sperm donor man i got you man let's go what you doing what's up i was walking around i had seen you and i thought you was really attractive i just had a question for you what's that uh would you mind being my sperm donor mm, you on child support? no no i'm gonna just have the baby you gonna nut this cup we're gonna go in the bathroom and then i'm gonna insert it in me when i get home and you ain't got to take care of the child or anything okay come on Oh, no. Oh. Hey, how you doing? 
this ninja man. Wow, man. You big dummy. Well, you know what I mean? Ninjas are easy. You ain't even going to get to penetrate her. God damn. Why would you do this? <laughs> Why would you do this? Like, brother, brother, like you're not even going to get to put your, you're not even going to even feel nothing. You're going to jerk off in a cup for sperm donor. Then you ask her if she's going to put you on child support and your dumb ass. She said no. And you believed her. You big dummy. Well, we have to have a talk. You guys. We have to have a talk. Never believe these hoes, man. I'm going to tell you. Now, if she would have let me touch on her and put my hands on her hips, that would have been a whole nother conversation. If she would have walked up to me and said, hey, daddy. Get him, daddy. And I would have said, hey, if I could put hands on hips, now we talking. Because I would finish her up real good. And I was skedaddle. I'm just letting you know. This ninja did it. Like, brother, you really sperm donoring in the Walmart. What's up? I was walking around. I had seen you, and I thought you was really attractive. I just had a question for you. What's that? Uh, would you mind being my sperm donor? Man, look at this piece of calico. I wish I could. Oh, there it is right there. Woo! Man, I would have definitely put it in her. Yeah, that brother's starving. I would have gave her that baby batter. Right to the, never mind. I can't say it. This is a family show. Yeah, it's got to be fake. I would have gave her the baby batter right to her tonsils. She, I was like, you can spit it out if you want. Mm. You can spit it out. Yeah, it is. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Uh, but I don't think I would have, well. No, no. I'm going to just have the baby. You going to nut this cup? We going to go in the bathroom? And then I'm going to insert it in me when I get home. And you ain't got to take care of the child or anything. Okay. Come on. Yeah, man. I don't think this is real, but it is what it is. It's Straggle and Snickle Theater. It doesn't have to be real. All right. Straggle and Snickle Theater presses on. We have a 71-year-old woman from Florida who tries to delete her husband. Tries to delete her husband over a postcard from a woman he dated 60 years ago, says the police. What do the police got to do with this? Take a look at this. Oh, oh the humanity. Wow. <laughs> Yo. You're going to die alone, coach? Well, I'm going to tell you. I might be better if I die alone. She have dead already. She have dead already. Look at, I mean, the Yeah. Man, dying is definitely an ugly thing, I'm going to tell you. But it's what you got to do. It's what you got to do. <laughs> here it is right here. Let's uh, read the story. It says a North Miami Beach woman is accused of trying to delete her husband after he received a postcard from an ex-girlfriend from 60 years ago. Yes, indeed. According to an arrest record obtained by NBC affiliate in somewhere in North Miami, the North Miami Beach, uh, Beach police were called to the home on Sunday afternoon after a domestic dispute had reportedly turned physical. You fighting abroad at 70. Hell no, send it. I ain't never going to be fighting no broad at 70. I ain't ever, ever going to be fighting a woman at 70 just because I'm in a relationship with her. I'm a just somebody got to go. Somebody got to go. It says right here, uh, investigators said 
Bertha Yalter. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Okay. And her husband were involved in a dispute after a woman he dated six decades ago sent him a postcard. The reporter said Yalter, Yalter and her husband had been married about 52 years. According to the report, Yalter tried to smother her husband with the pillow and bit him. <laughs> You're going to die alone. She trying to send you to heaven. She trying to send you. And you know they old if they use import, po, uh, postcards. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. It says right here, Yalter's husband was extremely fragile and had a serious bruise and open cuts on both of his arms and stomach area. He also had an open bite mark that bite marks that were bleeding. The report said the incident was captured on a cell phone, which was get wow. Who recorded it? Did she record it? According to court records, Yalter is facing charges of attempted second degree deletion, aggravated battery on a person 65 years or older and tampering with the victim, man. <laughs> so for the guys who are hopeful that, you're just going to just fall in love and it'll be love to the end. Oh, okay. Maybe somebody so maybe somebody uh, recorded it. Somebody at the house. Yeah, somebody at the house recorded Because I can't imagine a 72-year-old man is able to get beat down and recorded at the same time. Somebody recorded they nana. Somebody recorded they nana. Whoosh. <sighs> also, you don't die alone. She trying to take you out. Imagine that. What do I call this? I call this sleeping with the enemy. I literally tell you all the time that the person that you're the most vulnerable to, location, lineage, uh, relation, and people who look like you are most likely to take you out. Imagine sleeping peacefully for 52 years, and on year 53, she's trying to smother you. Somebody said humans are just crows with arms. Confirm. Like you, I slept next to you for fifty-two years. You gonna de- you gonna take me out? That's messed up. That's messed up. Okay, let's get to the next one here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. This woman I featured before as the woman whose goal it is the Australian chick to sleep with three hundred men. Sorry, three hundred and sixty-five men in one calendar year tells us she's ready for date number one. Today is day one of getting railed by 365 people in 365 days. So I'm starting off pretty vanilla. Today I am catching up with one of my old regulars who I haven't seen in like regulars. nine months. So it has been a while. We haven't really planned what we're going to do. All I know is he's taking me out for dinner and then I guess I'm going back to his dinner. and we'll have some fun. I'm honestly hoping for a cream pro- uh, a cream pie, but we'll see what happens. Maybe you'll get dookied on on your forehead. A cream pie. Nar. Okay. I'm confused about this one. You're going to sleep with 365 men in one year. You're on day number one, and he's taking you to dinner? That's a L. He taking you to dinner, and he number one of 365. There is no dinner needed, and you're going raw? We're going raw. The guy, the first guy... She already slept with 300 men last year. Now you're going raw. You're going to get the cream pizzle and the dookie on the forehead. Man, yo, these girls out here. 
Ay, ay, ay. Now people, they, they roaring in guts of 300 women. You guys have done it too. Don't, don't be mad at me. You guys have done stuff like this too. I don't want to hear it. You roared in girls that been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. You did. Anyway, that's Drago and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? I don't get why he's taking her to dinner. That's that that I don't get. Listen, I mean, I know you you wanna, you know, extend the evening out. You're probably paying for it because she called you a regular, so you're a John for sure. And you're not only a John, you're participating in her little game that she's now monetizing and double dipping. So you're a John, then you're she's double dipping using you as fodder for the internet and clout. Then you're skeeting in her raw, catching gonorrhea. And then you're also might catch the hurt derp. I mean, <laughs> man. The world is going nuts. He's a good man, though. He's a good man. I don't understand the dinner thing. Not with this woman. But some ninjas like to be out to dinner. Maybe he's using her as arm candy. Maybe he's like, I want to be, you know, some dudes want to be seen out with pretty women. Some dudes want to be seen out with pretty women. Uh, shout out to Lyle Pocket says, Coachy, I like flat backs more better. Flat backs. And he spelled it out flat backs. Flat backs. He says, those are my favorite. Not the Pogs. FLA. Oh, you spelled it. So I get what you're saying right here. Pog ninjas are too much. I get the Pog thing. It makes sense. The women are kind of squishy. And they're, um, I think it's just a over-exaggerated woman, right? It's like a cartoon version of a woman. Like, everything's bigger. So you're like, bigger is better, right? You know what I mean? I saw, you know, she don't got no, well, I ain't even going to say it. But, you know, you can be with a bird-chested woman if you want. But, you know, you, um, you got a little rating. You're like, come here, baby, come here. Let me touch it. Let me get, let me get them real quick. Mm, you like that? Yeah, you be with them bird-chested chicks and them A-cup queens and them B-cuppers, you know what I mean? You be like, oh, that's just enough. You know, softball titty is having ass. But then when you get a bigger woman, everything big. She got big thighs. You're like, that's great. Big booty, big old wide booty, country booty, big country titties, big old wide. You're like, this got to be better, you know? So it's it's just an over-exaggerated woman, you know? And at this point, you ninjas don't have no choice. Because you ain't getting small women no more. They had a premium today. <laughs> they had a premium. You ain't getting no small women today. Not today. You getting gorditas. All right, what do we got right here? Uh, David says, ain't nothing wrong with feeding the freaks. And again, the arm candy thing. Some guys like to be out with good-looking women. Or who they perceive to be good-looking women. We have to really understand. So... You know, that's kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, hey, get, get, get some food. Hoes got to eat, too. Hoes got to eat, too. It's the truth. They got to eat. What are we doing here? The Real Fit Style says, yo, coach, we here. We here. JC says, please run the first gordita back. You a nasty boy. Hold up. You like this one right here. He like this one. He like the one with the innocent looking face. She cute in the face and thick in the waist. He like that. Cute in the face and thick in the waist. Yeah. I mean, this is a little thick in the waist, but she got a cute little thing going on here. Y'all don't realize y'all producing unhealthy ass kids. I'll tell you. 
the next generation of people, the slop-a-lops y'all going to produce out here. <laughs> the slop-a-lops. You know what your kid going to look like? Doughboy. Your kid going to look like Doughboy out here. Y'all got... Your kid definitely ain't making the basketball team in high school. Your kid definitely not making the basketball team. Y'all out here. I know you don't care about that, but if you creaming them, if you creaming them, giving them the cream pizzle, your kid going to look like... Anyway, it's going to look like a mess. Brown through Renault says, hit Christy with the... Well, I'll give it to her now, but... Christy Brinkley. Ladies Love Cool C says the NBA is allowing an NBA, oh, sorry, a WNBA player to compete against Steph Curry. Give the woke NBA the buzzer. I think it's um Sabrina. I um and I Ionesco, I believe is how you pronounce it. They're doing a three-point shoot-off, which I think they've already done, but I think it was inadvertent, or she competed against somebody on threes but they're going to have a direct competition. And of course, this is the new version of battle of the sexes. This is like Billie Jean King and the other brother who I always forget his name. So that if Sabrina ends up beating Steph, they're going to like, she's the all time greatest shooter It's for charity. So was battle of the sexes. You guys got to realize how they're setting your ass up. They about to set y'all up because if Sabrina wins, here we go. They're going to like, it's a pivotal moment for feminism. It's a primitive moment for women. It, it showed women that they can compete against men and win. And, and now we got to talk about equal pay. You already know it's coming. You already know. You already know, man. It's already coming. But Steph ain't even going to try. You know what I mean? He's going to be like, ha, 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 he's sniggling. And he's going to be all over the internet. Women, woman basketball player beats a man. Johnny Riggs or Riggs is Bobby Riggs was his name. Bobby Riggs was his name. Bobby Riggs versus um, Billie Jean King. But again, again, he said, turn Draymond on her. But see, he's in a no-win situation. If he beats her, no, it was, it was Bobby Riggs. It wasn't John McEnroe because John McEnroe would have cleaned her clock. Um. You guys know the battle of the sexes. You guys are too young to know this. The battle of the sexes was a very big thing. It was broadcast on national television. And I think they had two matches. But they got a guy who was a male tennis player. And they got Billie Jean King who was a Lily Lintlicker. All right. And she went out there and she played tennis against Bobby Riggs. Well, at the time, Billie Jean King was like, um, Billie Jean King was like in her 20s. Like she was like 22, 23, fresh turnout. Bobby Riggs was damn near 50, okay? He was like in his 50s. Look it up. He was an old, washed, retired tennis player. He was like, all right, I'll do the deal. He got paid off, back alley handshake. So Bobby Riggs in his 50 versus a 20-year-old tennis player, and she barely won. Bobby Riggs wasn't taking it serious. He wasn't trying to pull at Achilles. He wasn't trying to twist his kneecap. And he was drunk, and he was trying to bang flatbacks. At the tennis club. So he wasn't even taking it seriously. Ninja was smoking cigarettes in between matches. Like, but but Billie Jean King won and they put her all on the shoulder. Oh, feminism and all of this stuff. Women can compete. So that's the that that is the problem you have, the setup on this one. 
So, <laughs> right. He was distracted by tennis wives legs out there. Bobby Riggs versus Billie Jean King. This is the thing, man. I'm going to tell you, this is why. Oh, they made a film out of it. Okay. They made a movie out of it. And sh- they made a movie out of it. Uh, this is the this is the video. This is the this is the group right here. How old how old was Billie Jean King? And they wouldn't even tell in the world she's a Lily Lentlicker. They didn't even tell them that. You know what I mean? Because the feminist movement really was pushed through by the Lily Lentlickers. All right, that's who really wanted feminism. It wasn't for the straight women. It was for it was for it was for bisexual women. They were the ones pushing it through because they wanted to be like ninjas. They wanted to be like men. They was like, look. We got to make our money. So Billie Jean King, the world didn't even know that she liked women. They was like, oh, she's married. She probably had a little uh, beard boyfriend. She probably had a little peon boyfriend. Oh, this is her husband or boyfriend. She's Lily Lindlicker. <laughs> she was married. She's still, hey, listen, I don't give a shit. Hey, man, a lot of women back in the day had to get married, bro. You don't realize how married, how marriage was. She was, she's a Lily Lintlicker. She had a beard. There's a lot of women that got married and they was a, they was a Lily Lintlicker. <laughs> right? She's, she a Lily Lintlicker to this day. Look her up. Look it up. I say this with all due respect too. There's a lot of lesbians. I'm not, I can name names, but I'm not trying to out people because I, when I tell people this, they be like, no, no. She straight up what it was. She had a beard. She'll tell you herself. There's a couple of women's basketball coaches that did the same thing. I'll never say their name. But they had their whole girlfriend coaching with them as an assistant coach for like decades. That person didn't leave their site. And then when the, well, I can't say what happened. But let's say that coach died. And then the whole town was like, oh, her special friend, her friend for four, for two, three decades. She's so hurt and, and her heart is broken. It's like, why? She was an assistant coach. She was an assistant coach. Why her heart broken? Well, because that was her girlfriend for a few decades. (laughs) You really don't know. Oh, she was a close, close friend, and they had a special friendship. I just wanted to say thanks. I'm glad you came along, partner. I want to sing a song just for you. Uh-huh. Because you're my special friend. Yeah. <laughs> they, was a, they was a couple, but, you know, just say this for you guys that don't understand. In tennis, well, I can't say where it was. In the Bible Belt, you could not be a Lily Lintlicker in the 1970s and say this was your girlfriend. Can't do it. You can't do it, bruh. You can't do stuff like, you could not do it like that. This wasn't the 2000s, bro. So you had to put it all undercover. This is my friend, my special friend. We live together and shit, and we are always together and all this stuff, and she's on my medical benefits. (laughs) I can't say the name. But uh, anyway. So Billie Jean King, yeah, she might have been married, but she, yeah, she had a whole, she'd been out, she'd been out the closet a long time ago, fam. I coached way too many women's sports to let y'all know what's up. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just, and here's the thing, because I see a dissenter in here. 
the reality of the feminist movement, it was mostly lesbian women. They were the biggest women on the side of pushing it. The women at Stanford, the women at Cal Berkeley. The reason why you have what we have today, which is utter confusion of women. Women, they're wondering why they have to work. They're wondering why they have to work. I have a woman saying this in a minute. They're like, women are supposed to be feminine. Women are supposed to be this. And 60 years later, straight women are like, what is going on? Like, why do we have, why did we have to be so stunning and brave? But the reality is, and they will not tell you this. If you look at Hillary Rodham Clinton, allegedly, and I have to protect my neck, she had more girlfriends than Bill Clinton, allegedly. New, 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 new world order. But the agenda was pushed so that women who were dominant women, studs or dominant lesbians, they were the ones trying to break through. They were the ones being kept back. So they needed to break through for all women, and they couldn't come out and say, we doing some reading rainbow shit. They couldn't do it. They had to say it's for all women, and really only a small percentage of women are benefiting from feminism. And most of them probably are closeted or out and out. <laughs> Just letting you know. I'm telling you what the history is. So then the other women had to ride. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of women didn't realize it until it was too late. They didn't. They didn't realize what they were riding for. And they were riding for only these small percentage of women too. And this is an absolute fact. This is an absolute fact. So it matters. It absolutely matters. If you want to understand where it came from, that's where it came from. And trust me, I've been around Title IX conversations. I've been to women's uh, coaches conferences. And I've done my history on it. It is an absolute fact that that was where, that's where women, the women, the normie women today don't realize, well, why do women fight for their rights? Because <laughs> them women didn't want to get married. Billie G. King had to get married. Think about, think about how strong of a statement that is. She was wanting to be with women. She could not be out with women. She had to get married to a man. They wanted to be freed from that. They couldn't just be out. So she needed to free herself from that so she could be who she was and dominate and be the top dog and the woman. That's how deep it goes. That's how deep it goes. Anybody that thinks that that's not an important detail you're a moron. You don't realize how important a detail that is. That is a major detail. If you just take that, you will understand, wait a minute, they had to swindle all these women into a belief that they're going to be strong and independent for a small percentage of women who wanted to be with other women to win? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They had to do it. <laughs> That's how it happened. Anyway, Woo! Y'all ain't ready for the truth. Y'all think, man, I be saying stuff for no reason. But that's how it had to happen. That's an absolute fact. Anyway, <laughs> here we go right here. And I don't know why y'all think, y'all so scared. I don't know why y'all think they gonna get me for telling the truth like that. That's a fact. They'll even say that's true. It's true. I worked in women's sports for almost two decades. It's, it's the truth. Anyway, <laughs> John Ellis has said 365, huh? Meanwhile, Ninja's wives, like, I'm on my period. JC says, I'm not feeding a freak playing peace leave roulette. 
Shout out to you. Uncle Mel Show says rainbow women wanted to earn money so they can get women like the men. That's true. He says they are bigger simps than us men. Big ups the third eye. Uh, to big ups the third eye Greg for seeing the truth. And you got to see the truth, know the truth. I wrote the book on this. I did not include that detail in de-evolution. But that is a major detail of the movement. Yes. Um, if you had, if you're forcing women like this and men for that matter to marry people who they don't want to be married to and particularly the women had to marry but they wanted to be with other women, they wanted to get other women but now they're hiding under the cloak. They had to be in the closet and marry men. Nah, man, they had to fight like crazy for that. And they had to get all the other women on board with this mission. So when you hear this next woman coming up here later on in the show, she's going to be confused. Wait, wait a minute. Why do we do this? And why did, why did women fight for the rights to be workers? It'll make sense. It'll make sense. Anyway, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. Let's get in here. I'm not here to waste y'all's time. And I'll be giving y'all info after info after info. Let's get in here. What are we doing? Crime and law CGA. Crime and law CGA. Here we go right here. Crime and law CGA. First story. Luis, I can't pronounce his last name, but we're going to call him Luis Luis R. He's the ex-football or soccer president from Spain. He's going to trial over the World Cup kiss. A Spanish judge rules. And if you don't remember the story during the Women's World Cup, Spain, España won the cup. Now, this gentleman here with the ball head kissed one of the soccer players or the football players, the women's football players, in his exuberance. And as you can see here by these photos here, she's rapping. Everybody's giving each other hugs. Not many people are giving kisses, but, you know, the Europeans are different. But he planted a big old fat one right there on her lips, and it says, it uh, was she forced to kiss? I'm not going to play it. A judge has concluded in August 2023 that the kiss was non-consensual and was uh, and was carried out unilaterally and in a surprising fashion, and therefore criminal proceedings can continue against him. He did lose his job. He refused to step down, and he lost his job. It says right here, the woman is going to testify. She testified herself, excuse me, herself, and said that she was embarrassed, essentially what happened here now. If you don't remember, if you don't remember, if convicted under Spanish law, um, there's a consent law that was put in in 2022. He could face between one and four years behind bars. Now watch this. Let me give you the details here as only the one and only notorious CGA can tell you. This is the alleged event. You saw the pictures of it. And if you see the video, it's a very short video. First, first of all, he needs to be smart. He cannot do that. It wasn't a forced kiss, but it was a excited. It was a moment. Heat of the moment. This video is after the kiss. This is a video after the kiss. So if you look at the woman, she's there in the black hair, and she has a phone in her hand. I'll zoom in. This is the woman that he kissed. And um, let's see what her reaction was after the kiss. Let's go ahead and play the video and fair use. <laughs> <laughs> this is a video. 
Y que ni Sara. Sí, no, hay que ni Sara. Por otra vía. Segundo punto. Vale, vale. Vale, vale. Vale, All right, and so even the women are the president here. They're calling Prezi Prezi. He walks up, and they're and they're um they're celebrating him. They're saying, "Hey, Prezi." Okay, so we got Bezo, which people are saying is kiss, 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 kiss. He walks up. They're still celebrating him. They're basically doing this. All right, you and Prezi sitting in the tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First come love. This then comes marriage. Then comes the baby in the baby carriage. Now, in my opinion, you're talking about women's soccer. This woman could potentially be on the Reading Rainbow team. However, looking back at the video, when we talk about victims and volunteers, that does not look like a victim. Okay, so this is what we have to understand, and I'm doing this for teaching moments, not to criticize. She does not at the moment of the kiss appear to be a victim, but we have to realize that that's not important right now. Context is important. This is the young woman. This is the kiss. Obviously, many women are uncomfortable. They don't know how to process shit. All of a sudden, they turn into children. I didn't know what to do and what to do. I didn't know if to push them, shove them, fight them, deck them. All right, they always, at the end of the day, they be like confused afterwards. I didn't know what to feel. I felt excitement. Then I was shocked and I was embarrassed. You got to let them get through their stages of grief to deal with how they've been victimized. So here, you see her on the bus. She looks somewhat happy about it. The friends of her, her teammates, are putting them together in marriage. They say, girl, you leveled up. You got the Prezi. You leveled up. They're looking at the photos on the internet. Yes, the internet. I'm an old man. They're looking at the photos. They're laughing and sniggling. They're like, look, you're on Instagram. Look, you're on Facebook. Look, you, you blew up. And she's happy with it. She seems happy with it. But then later on, reality hits or people get to them. Now, when it comes to these issues, when it comes to these issues, um, when it comes to these issues, you know what happens? What happens is it takes another person to tell her what happened. This is what happened to you. Now, this is a critical point. This is what happens to her. Hey, what happened to you was a sexual assault. And they go, huh? Yeah, listen, I know you were excited, and I know the adrenaline was pumping, and I know you were all in a euphoric state. However, you cannot let men do this to you. Okay, so when the high comes down, you have a woman, probably a man-hating woman or Lily Link Licker or whoever it is, Billie Jean King version in Spain comes down to say, listen, we need to prosecute this guy. We need to get him removed. It could be politics, backstage politics. You're a victim. I want you to know how many cases happen like this. And they say he graped you in front of national television. You cannot let men grape. We cannot let him get away with graping you on national television. That's what they'll tell her. And this happens to women that you're with. We have to understand this 
that people put a battery in their back. They get women to think differently. Let's just say she had a couple of drinks. You had a couple of drinks. She came to your crib. You put her legs up over her head and you wore her thighs like earmuffs. Okay. And you start going to town on her. And then you finished her off with a little bit of a cream pizzle. And then you, she, you sent her home. She went staggering, stumbling. She, she fell asleep on the couch sofa. Her roommate wakes up the next day and she wakes up with a hangover. Oh man, I don't know what happened. I don't know what, but I think I did it with him. And then somebody said, oh, do you did it with him? Do you remember? I don't exactly remember. I kind of blacked out. I don't remember. You know what I mean? My short-term memory is a little fuzzy because the alcohol hit me later on and I passed out. So you don't remember what happened? No, no, I think something happened. I feel myself leaking. Girl, you got assaulted. (laughs) You got graped. He graped you, girl. Nah, he really didn't grate me because it wasn't physical. I don't have no bruises. My arms don't have any, uh, I don't have any welts. I'm, I don't have a black eye. He didn't really take it. He's a good guy. Nah, 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 nah. He cream pizzled you. You got great. That's how it happens. <laughs> so the problem is now, the problem is now, now he's got to go to trial. And I hope they show this right here. Now, that don't look like she's showing it. Look, they need to show this video at the trial right here. Right? They have to show this at the trial. Does this look like, but of course, I'm going to tell you, they just let off a woman who was smoking weed and went into a weed state, a psychosis, and stabbed the ninja 100 times, and he, she walked. She walked. So what they're going to say is, psychologically, she's in a euphoric state. She's not herself. She had one of the biggest moments of her career. He assaulted her in front of the world. You were happy about it until you realized you were traumatized. Now, now, once you came off the high, you were publicly embarrassed. Therefore, you need to be compensated and repaired from the reputational damage that he has inflicted on you as a angry-ass male. I'm going to just let you know. And all the women on the bus going to say the same damn thing. Oh, we thought we thought it was, but now when we look in hindsight, yeah, that was traumatic. You see what I mean? I'm telling you how it works. It works just like this. This also happened to Trey Songs. You know, in the moment, the woman laughs. She feels like she, you know, she doesn't look like she objects. And then all of a sudden, uh, years later, you know, I was assaulted. I was assaulted. Do me a favor. Hit the like button for this particular knowledge. It's all important for you. Let's get to this story right here. And this guy's going to explain it because I don't have all the details. But this woman right here has allegedly conned the military out of $100 million. All right, so we got an update on that millionaire con woman who built the military out of over $100 million to buy like 31 homes and 80 cars and just scammed a bunch of people that were giving money that was supposed to go to military children. Apparently, she's still being allowed to retire with full benefits despite her IRS criminal probe. So apparently the military is saying that there's nothing they can do to strip it from her because she's protected under a federal law that's held up in 
you know, the Byzantine bureaucracy that is the federal government. Now, she basically scammed a bunch of people out of money that were supposed to be giving it to kids, like military kids, and she got arrested when she got caught back in December, but she pleaded not guilty and is due to return to court in February. In the meantime, her sweet set of civil servant retirement perks remains unfrozen. Yeah, so just to recap, she created a shell company in 2016 to stash huge sums of like money that was supposed to go to military youth programs across the country. In my opinion, especially because this is like one of the biggest fraud cases the military's ever seen in a while with an individual, uh, more than likely what's going to happen is the military can't strip her of her retirement benefits, but a federal prosecutor can. And they absolutely should, considering she stole hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars from people. Wow. All right, so we- um, let me see if I can look it up here. Yeah, she got full benefits. She's under investigation. She's saying, I be- she basically saying, I did nothing wrong. That's my money. That's my money. This is how they work. Um, I'm not saying, you know, I mean, you know, men have done shit like this too, 100%. And uh, we often thought that women were the moral standard. They were the moral high ground. We realize now as men, as to educate you, is they have no more better moral position than a man. They just can do more deceitful, dangerous things like a man. And that's the point of it. It's not to just make women out in a bad light. We were told that women would do better, that women would make better choices, that they would be on the justice, they would be on the right side of justice, that they are not evil-hearted. Well, no, I mean, it's just a human human condition. When you get a chance to steal, some people will steal. It doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. So we'll see what happens to her. We'll give you an update on the case as we get more details. That's crime and law CGA. That's crime and law CGA. Let's get to the next one here. Delulu is the Salulu. This is a follow-up of what I was talking about earlier on the in here. This woman here, uh, you see her on the screen. It says, be delusional. This woman says, women are here to make the world a happy place. Basically, this is what she's saying right here. She's saying, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right. So she basically saying, why are women working? Why are women working? This is what I was explaining earlier. The reason why is y'all got duped. You got pulled into a situation of where if it it was done the right way, y'all wouldn't It still had to work. But. There's some women still, you know, you don't realize you were psyops and a lot of propaganda and a lot of media driving and a lot, you know, even the case where, you know, um, Ms. Magazine, the author of uh, one of the contributors, the owner of it, allegedly was dating someone in the CIA. She denies that it had anything to do with her publication being pushed through and propped up in any of this agenda coming through. We already know what's we already know what time it is. Just read my book, The Evolution. Okay, but it was just a major psyops uh, from the beginning, meaning that they had to alter the conditions to alter the culture to allow this to happen for the benefit of a few. That's how it works. It only benefits a few and it disenfranchises the rest. They don't care about that. It's about getting through to the few. So this woman is wondering why women cannot be women anymore. Let's go ahead and let her play it and then we'll break it down right here. Is it just me or... Does anyone else feel like they were not meant to be put on this earth to work? And in fact, they were put on this earth to just see beautiful things, wear pretty clothes, be happy. And your job is not to make money, but your job is just to 
be really happy. And when you're really happy, then that radiates to other people and you make the world happier. And that is essentially my job. Like, why, why can't this be a choice? It's not a choice. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Man, take your ass to work, man. We don't want to hear this shit. We don't want to hear this shit. See, now you saying this now because the economy's kicking your ass because I heard full and well that you needed a man on your level or above and all these ninjas ain't shit and the man ain't uh, competing and they ain't getting as much degrees as uh, as men and these men ain't making as much money and we making just as much money. We out here beating their ass out here. We get more degrees. Now, all of a sudden, that it doesn't work out, it's hard to compete. Now you want to be out here and you want to be out here chasing butterflies in the sky. You want to be out here looking pretty and dilly-dallying. You didn't say that. You saying this now at 28 and 32. <laughs> Where was this when you was at 18? Why didn't I have a choice? Oh, okay. You wanted to be happy? You're incapable of happiness. I'm not happy. All right. <laughs> now that you're not married, you throwing a hell Mary. Okay. Now you want to say, we were put here to look pretty, baby. Hey, listen, you should have told the 18-year-old, you should have told the girls in high school that. It's not too late. Go back and tell the girls in high school that now. But they getting ready to sell some puss. That's what they about to get ready to do. So now you want to be a pretty young lady. Uh, it's too late. <laughs> get your ass back to work. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Nah, when the money was flowing and you had some money in your pocket, you didn't need no man. These ninjas want shit out here, right? Yeah, now you out here talking about I was put on this world to not do nothing. <laughs> Yo, man, this is wild, ain't it? And she'd been ran through more time than Holland Tuttle. You already know it. Rents due. Your rents due, motherfucker. I told you this was going to happen. I called it. I said, when the economy start kicking their ass, they're going to start talking this shit. Well, I don't want to work. Soft girl era. And I'm supposed to be pretty and docile. When they in the gym doing kickboxing, they was out there doing bench press, squatting, challenging ninjas. Now they don't want to do no work. Now they don't want to do no work. <laughs> Take your ass to work. Yep, they was winning in 2021. Remember that? Remember in 2021, they was winning. Look, let me pull this article up because I will always reference this article right here. Um, And I said, this was the turning point. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to put this up. Here we go right here. I'm going to pull it up because I reported on this in real time. I was like, bruh, they out here bragging. <laughs> I was like, yo, we here it is. Uh, wait a minute. Where is it at? Uh, here it is right here. Forbes. Forbes. I want to show you this. In 2020, this article is four years old. They're warning me. January 13th, 2020. Nobody said shit, but I reported it. Because I knew, I said, watch, it's going to flip on them. Women now hold more jobs than men in the workforce. And they was cheering and celebrating. They was doing the stanky leg. They was telling us. They said, they said, y'all ninjas ain't shit. Right there. <laughs> January 12th, 2020. The irony, ninja. The irony. Oh, the <laughs> they was like, y'all ain't shit. We are, hey, by the way, they're throttling my stream because the numbers keep going up to 13 and 15 all the way back to 11. Dude, what do y'all got against me, Tube? What do y'all got against me? This is crazy. Here's the irony. Not even a month later. 
dude, do you know what happened in February 2020? Do you know what happened? He said, I own a DeLorean. I already told you. What happened in February 2020? Somebody think real quick. What happened February 2020? Anybody think? Just think real quick. They ate crow on this article in a month. One month. They was crying. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. Um, let me hear. Job loss. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Let me see if I can find it. What not? I mean, months later, they was eating that crow. What happened? COVID. COVID came a month after that article. And then what happened? They said most of the jobs lost. I'll, I'll just put this one up here. Nearly 2 million fewer women in the labor force. Ninja, ring the bell on the... <laughs> now, 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 what happened? Y'all was thumping your chest right here. Y'all was laughing. Y'all was saying, see, these guys are losers playing video games. And right around the next month, it was six weeks to slow the spread. Ten days to slow the spread. Then it was quarantine, boo. Then it was, oh, wait a minute. They were saying women suffer more because 70% of the job loss in the non-essential workers were women. So the non-essential workers were forced to stay home, which were female jobs. They said 70%. 70% of the job losses were women. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. And that was immediately. Then they were saying because the kids had to stay home and the elderly had to stay home that the women had to do their at-home work and take care of the kids and take care of the parents. And they couldn't do both. <laughs> I was like, now they on OnlyFans. Now they on seeking arrangements. Just like that. I want to remind you of what we were been through. This is why I tell you, you have to have a long memory. This is not a game. They was messing with y'all's brains. Look at what they was telling y'all. And look, they had their look. Office job, Hillary Clinton pantsuit, we doing it. We outdoing these men. And in less than five years, they got that shit dumped upside down. Ninja, upside down. I have a long memory. I know. And by the way, I knew this was going to happen before it happened. My book was released in January 2020, The Evolution. Before the red pill blew up, I released the book, The Evolution, in January 2020. January 2020 was when they released that article, and then, boom, February, March 2020, we was in full COVID. And I was like, wow. Because I wrote the book thinking in 20 years we were going to experience this. I was like, this will maybe happen in 20 to 25 years. It literally happened the same year I published the book. The downfall happened the same year I published the book. Now you got sex workers out here, which is the norm. Now you have them. Let me, let me show you something. Let me show you something. This is why I will never let y'all put nobody above CGA. Ninja, I published a book on this shit. <laughs> All right, y'all be trying to put other people above me. And the reason why I have to defend myself 
is because I actually published a book on this shit before y'all could see it. Like, if you look at the reviews of that book when it got released by feminists, they was on my neck. So y'all be trying to put people above me and saying I'm trying to be the next one. So I'm like, oh, hell no. I was the one that put myself out there before. I will always defend myself. And I ain't trying to shit on other content creators. But I had a I had this shit pinned down early. Early on and published the book. I got pushback. Who remembers that? I was getting pushback for that book. They was like, what? Are you crazy? And I was like, and it didn't take very long. Just look at some of the comments on my Amazon review when the book released. They were like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. And a year later, that shit is all coming true. And then now if you look at that book for three years from now, like three years where we are now in 2024, that book is fucking gold. <laughs> that book is it hit that hit that shit right out of the park. It call, I called it. Called it. I was like, this shit going to fall flat on his face. There ain't no way in hell. But what do you see now? I'm going to show you something now. Let me show you this real quick. Was this, uh, what is that place called? World Star. So again, this is why I do defend myself when y'all be trying to put other ninjas before me and say so-and-so said, nah, ninja. <laughs> you got to give me my damn credit. Check this out right here. Uh, this was a thing on World Star earlier today when I was cruising the internet. And this person here, they have a woman, young woman here. She looks like, hey, she looks like a girl next door. Oh, my goodness. Her rhythm is whack. Girl next door. You know I love the girl next door. But she sponsored this thing right here on, on Worldstar. But if you click on the link, she says, I'm 19, and here's my OnlyFans. So we got a 19-year-old in full, plain view selling pussy. Now, this might seem like normal to you. This seems normal. You click through her links. It says 19. It gives her location. Under age 21 year old. This is a supposedly a child. Now, the comment sections are like, let me show you the comments here. Let me show you the comments. Uh, let's see here. Where is it right here? Uh, let me see right here. Oh, okay. The comments are Liddy right here. And let's see if it right here. Okay, somebody said 14. With that OnlyFans, she'll never see a marriage. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Body count. Okay, I can't, find, I can't find where the comments that I wanted to find because there have been so many comments. Grown-ass woman in the arcade promoting sexual trends. Where's the one that's... Oh, right here. She's 19. Wow, sex worker will always be on her papers. Ninja, that's where we at. 19-year-old selling ass online. This world is doomed. That's where we're at. Now, you cannot tell me that's not what she's doing. That's what she's doing. But that didn't exist in the open three years ago. It didn't exist. Like it was, we heard booking in the bio, right? Getting flown out. Now we're here. Now we're here where we can see it right in plain sight. That is a new thing, and that's where, we, that's where it has gone to. And by the way, in my book, The Evolution, I said it's, that's where we're going. Remember, if you've been watching me long enough, in 2019, I said, in 2019, I said, they'll be selling peace leave for a bottle of water. I used to say that. I used to say the, the price of peace leave is going to plummet. 
And it's true. Now, if you go directly to it, it seems like a high price. But now, what is the price? Women can't get relationships in marriage. The price has plummeted. This was 2019. I was like, man, we, we ain't. I was like, there's going to be a point this is going to happen. And that's where we are. The price of peace leave for that one lady is 5 to $12 on OnlyFans. 5 to $12. And she'll probably get flown out. But this is where we are, guys. And of, of course, of course, nobody saw this coming. Now we got this woman here, right here. Uh, women are supposed to be pretty and dainty. Is it just me or does anyone else feel like they were not meant to be put on this earth to work? And in fact, they were put on this earth to just see beautiful things, wear pretty clothes, be happy. Yeah, be happy, be pampered, see beauty things. Uh, what does she want to be? Audrey Hepburn. She wants to be breakfast at Tiffany's. Let me let me pull up Audrey Hepburn's. And she looks like a traditional gal. She don't look like a complete skeezer. She probably, she does have the thousand salami stare. Okay. Every, every, uh, every, even, even some black women love Audrey. They love them some Audrey Hepburn. That is, uh, other than the, uh, other than the, uh, what is it called? Pretty woman. Other than pretty women, all women, especially white women, especially white women. But there's some black women that would love to be Audrey Hepburn. This right here. They want to be this. They want to be this right here. They got their sunglasses. They're somewhere in gay Paris. They're somewhere traveling at the Eiffel Tower. They got their jewelry. Like this is their, this is their dream right here. Especially if you deal with Caucasian women. This is their dream. This is their, this is their damn fantasy. Other than pretty woman, it's this. Breakfast at Tiffany's right here. They want to be in dresses with the gloves, with the pearls. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, that ship has sailed for the majority of women. This is a Givenchy dress. It's a Givenchy. Givenchy. Shout out to Audrey Hepburn. But that is their fantasy. This is this woman's fantasy right here. We're supposed to see pretty things and go to Paris and see the Eiffel Tower and be pampered and have people light my cigarette. Be pampered. And your job is not to make money, but your job is just to be really happy. And when you're really happy, then that radiates to other people and you make the world happier. And yep. that is essentially my job. Yeah. That, <laughs> you're hired. You're hired, ma'am. I'm rich, bitch. You're hired. That's your job. Come on. I got a job for you. I got a good job for you over here. It's barbecue in there. Oh, man, that's wild. That's where it's gone, man. And too bad it ain't coming back. So what's happening next? This is what women have to deal with. This is the new world that you have to new, deal with. New, 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 new world it's a order. tough, tough decision. Trust me, I got to explain this to you to tell you how you got here. And when, when I tell you, people are scared. They're like, you shouldn't tell this. You can't say that. The hell I can't. That is an absolute fact. That's how it happened. I think a lot of people got duped. Some women ain't born for this shit. I, what do I tell ladies here? Are there ladies here? He said, not a stony broke. The ladies are out here. Don't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Yeah. Dead, flat, stony broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Um, what do I always say? For men, the first 30 years of your life are the hardest. If you do your first 30 years, 
the next 30 years are going to be a breeze. Okay. Every summer breeze, the trees whisper Louise. The birds in the tree <laughs> seem to holler wee wee. Anyway, what song is that? Every little breeze seems to whisper Louise. The birds in the trees seems to tweet wee wee. Anyway, uh, what do I tell men? The first 30 years are going to be hard as hell. The last 30 years, the next 30 years should be good if you treat them first 30 years good. Now, women, on the other hand, the first 30 years is going to be good. It's going to be a party. Having a party. Women be having a party, having a party, everybody singing, dancing to the music on the radio, ho, 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 a bad boy. Mm-mm-mm. And then the next 30 years is always hell for them. They out here dying. They, just, <laughs> they be dying. Ladies, if you fumbled them first 30 years. Your last 30 years going to be hell. <laughs> Your last 40 years going to be pure, unadulterated hell. And that's a fact when we get to the next story. They be like, it's going to be like this. Life is easy. They get to the next 30, 40 years. Ooh, wait. Don't fumble that bag, baby. <laughs> All right, here we go. Kaylin says, what did Kaylin say? What did Kaylin say? This is a disgrace. All right, Kaylin says, I'll take a flat back with some curvature around over a fake booty that's disproportionate with the rest of a woman's body. And Olivia Dunn type is good with me. Flat backs. Flat backs need love, too. They do. They get love. I don't let y'all know, man. Uh, I know ninjas be like, nah, ninjas like booty and thick. Hey, man, would y'all get somewhere where some ninjas got money? You don't see no BBL chicks and thick chicks are for the for recreational use. <laughs> or middle class, lower middle class to poor men. All right, anyway. Shout out to our brother Joshua. S. He says, strong and independent, now selling ass on eBay. Just like that. Woo! <laughs> David Torrance says, Coach, show me that woman with the white dress. What white dress? I mean, is it, you mean the Gordita? I don't know who you're talking about. It, it looks like a pink dress, but it looks probably white to you. You talking about this woman right here? Shout out to my girl. Man, that thing going to be sloppy. It's going to be comfortable. That Pulse Nut Clarity going to hit y'all and just hard. That Pulse Nut Clarity going to be hard. She cute, though. She cute in the face and thick in the waist. All right, but ooh, wait, oh man, oh my goodness, she definitely on two hundred and sixty pounds. They love him. They just be love y'all. Love them overweight women. They for recreational. I don't mind them. I'm just saying, ninja, you ain't gonna catch me outside. You ain't gonna see me outside with one. If you do, ninja, I'm gonna be like, damn, you caught me. <laughs> he said 260 is low ball yeah she got a lot of girth there that's a lot on her body right there shout out to uh Kobe clown in the building they deserve their hell this is my point right this is my point i know i skipped somebody this was my point 
I said, whatever they get, this is why I tell you to have a long memory. This isn't being mean to women. This is not being mean to women. But sometimes you got to let women live out consequences and repercussions. I know it's easy for us to protect them and we don't want them to bump their widow head. Aren't you going to bump a widow head? All right, the widow girl, we're supposed to protect women. Now, there's some dudes that had no memory at all. You just horny. I don't do, I don't think this way is because I've worked with women and I've ne- and I didn't I worked with them in a way where I didn't have to baby them, where I had to basically manage them and light fires under their feet. I had to motivate them, inspire them. I had to manage them. I had I couldn't let them make excuses. And the results of uh, it is a very competitive landscape where wins and losses and jobs and careers are on the line. The way I've treated women and this is more equal than any man can ever think. Many men don't treat women with equality. I, I am hell bent on giving women equality. And this is also even relatives and family members and children because we've been psyopsed and told that women can do what men can do. Okay, that's how we gonna live it then. Because I'm very black and white. I'm very black and white. I've been like that. I'm pragmatic. I don't let emotions too much sway me. And if I feel that I'm getting uh, swindled and gamed, okay, if I feel like I'm getting swindled and gamed, where's, where's the people with the monkey wrench? All right, please snipe this ninja with the all caps. If I feel like people are trying to get over on me, on, a, on gaming me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure. I, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys that do this. Okay, I'm one of those guys that do this. Uh-oh, I sniped this whole damn thing. Like, if you say, okay, you got to do it this way, I'm going to do it that way. And I'm going to do it that way until you corner yourself. <laughs> like, I play games like that. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. I do it like that. I'm going to say, okay, you want a moment? We're going to have a teachable moment. Because people do this. They try to play one way, and they have their they foot over here and a foot over there. Or they straddling the fence. So when it's good for them, they want this. But then when they want to flip back over here, I do that and I be like, no, I don't let I don't let people get away with that. Even black people, I don't let them get away with that bullshit. And this is just how I am because I'm a Libra. If you believe in that astrology, I'm like, okay, let's do it the fairest way we can. Ninja, I'm not going to let you do this shit. So when it comes to it, When it comes to it, even if I have to lose you in my life to make you pay the goddamn piper, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Do not fucking try to play with me and my emotions. So if you want it one way, you're going to have it the other way. I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to let you get heaps of it. I'm going to let you get heaps of it. I'm going to let you get a whole lesson. (laughs) Okay? I'm going to let you get a whole freaking lesson, Ninja, and I'm going to let your ass be out here starving, begging, bleeding. I'm going to let you get your ass whipped. I ain't, I ain't coming to save you, Ninja, because that's what you asked for. Do not try to play both sides in these gray areas. I don't play gay, gay areas. I don't play gray areas. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. So when I see stuff like this and I see women do a lot of these games that they're playing, when... 
when you get your ass in the bind, ninja, that's your ass. That's how I work. Do not trade play it both ways. So I've been finding that. I've been finding that a lot of people have been trying to play both ways with women. Then what happens is when women start to learn their lesson, people save them. You want to save them. Oh, we shouldn't let them be out here. No, let them learn. (laughs) Let them learn, Ninja. I do this with my children. I do this with everybody. Let them fucking learn. (laughs) They need to learn some way. This is how you learn. Y'all got a raw ass deal. And now when we when, when when we was out here taking these L's, y'all was telling us, y'all was cheering and shit, telling us we wasn't shit. Okay, I remember. I don't like that gray area to uh, play both sides straddling the fence bullshit. All right. And Ninja, I do like primetime Deion Sanders, Ninja. I'ma dance. I'ma dance on your failure too. <laughs> I'ma dance on your failure, Ninja. I'ma be like, I told you, you bitch ass ninja. All right. So I do this with black folks when I see y'all with y'all bullshit and y'all be out here on that bullshit. I'll be like, nah, here y'all go with the bullshit. We ain't going to have that because I saw y'all here doing the stanky leg. I saw y'all here drinking 40s and I saw y'all here doing the crate challenge. I saw y'all ass doing the lean with it, rock with it. I saw y'all ass doing the surf swag, swag surf. I saw y'all ninjas out here doing the goddamn uh, Dougie. I saw y'all out here doing the Dougie. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I be getting white folks, too. I like to get white folks, too. Ninja, when I pass y'all ass up and you looking at me, oh, hi, Mr. Negro. Uh, could you tell me how you did it? Pay up, bitch-ass ninja, because you would have made me pay. You would have made me pay for the lesson. You got to pay, too. Trying to plead to my emotions. Oh, hi, I see you're doing well, and you're doing better. Uh, you mind telling me your secret? Ninja, the last time a ninja told you a secret, ninja, we was in shackles and chains. I don't want to tell you shit. Charge, ninja, charge. Mm. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, charge, ninja, you getting charged. Because if I sure as hell came up, you'd be telling me to pull myself about my bootstraps and learn the lesson myself, or you would charge me a lot of money. Uh-huh, but you trying to get the lessons for free, ass ninja. Uh-uh, nope. Mm. <laughs> he said, I'm an equal opportunity basher, ninja. Hey, it's me, myself, and I out in this motherfucker, ninja. It's me, myself, and I. Ninja, everybody getting charged when I'm in charge, Ninja. This is why they call me the great Coach Alini. I be on my Mussolini ship for about 20 years until y'all catch me lacking. All right, anyway. Uh, anyway, man, now that y'all know, nobody get Ninja ass, gas, or cash, ass ninjas. Ass, gas, or cash. <laughs> Ladies, you ain't the only one, Ninja. I be trying to teach everybody a lesson out here. Ask gas or cash. And if you a ninja, gas up. <laughs> here we go right here. All right. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. Anyway, shout out to uh, Kobe Killer says, how does one get a wrench? I'll give you one right now over there. Uh, let's see. It's over here. Let me see if I can give it to you. Uh, for some reason, there you go right there. Standard. Uh, here we go. We do have some more super chats. The dictator says it will be Aisha Curry's fault if Steph loses that match and she will divorce him a year later. Shout out to you. 
All right. Uh, where we got here? Uh, let's see here. Uncle Mel says, rank. okay, I got that one already. Twin A says, my wife is strong and independent, and guess what? She wants to divorce me, shaking my head. But when she was broke, she loved the ninja. Give me the buzzer, of course. Um, this is how it's going to work, guys. We, you have to contribute to get a wrench, first of all. But how this works is this is nature. The way women depend on men, we cannot be the same to them. Okay? So let me just say this. And this, to me, it's, it's right. It's the right way to do it. I know this sucks because we live in a society where women are playing both roles when they want to. They want to be feminine, then masculine. They want to be strong and then weak. They want to be emotional, then logical, right? So it's confusing. I eliminate the confusion. And yes, I have to eliminate the confusion for all women. I can't give exceptions to the rules. I, can, I can't give every woman a pass, okay? So I just rather play it this way. And then the women who just want to drop out and not deal with me, don't deal with me, okay? But I ain't got time to be dicing shit up. I'm going to just go blanket around. And I say this, men should be leading. Men should be the breadwinners. Men should be the ones paying all the bills. Yes. Now, Ninja's going to be mad at that. However, there's a trade-off. If that's the case, the women I'm going to deal with certainly ain't going to be strong and independent. Certainly ain't going to be in my face. They certainly going to be on this shit right here. They certainly going to be playing the feminine. Okay. They're going to be doing the Audrey Hepburn shit. Now, that doesn't mean they can't talk. That doesn't mean they can't make decisions because sometimes I can't make all the decisions. I can't micromanage. So she's going to have decisions over some things. Okay, but I'm not going to play one day she want to be the leader and one day she want to be the follower. Nope. I'm not going to play that game because she'll abdicate her throne. That's natural for her to do. In an emergency, she'll freeze and paralyze. In, in an emergency, she'll want to have a powwow. And have a meeting. We don't have the time to be a meeting. In an emergency, she wants you to be a man. Okay, so I'm going to always be the goddamn man. All right? You don't have to worry about it. I'm going to be the man in every circumstance. And then if I lose, I lost. It's on me. It's on my shoulders. You're always going to be in the follow position. And you're going to be taken care of. But you make sure my shit's taken care of. In today's world, we just can't find women that are willing to do that 100% of the time. They want to dibble and dabble on both sides. Like, I don't dibble and dabble in feminine in, in femininity. I don't dibble and dabble in weakness. I'm always going to be strong. I'm always going to take the L. I'm always going to take the first bullet. But they want to dibble and dabble and be in charge over here and then back up. And so what I do is I say, listen, listen. When it comes to this, women will never see men as an equal if they make just as much money than you. And that's correct. This is correct. This is how it always will be. If they make more money than you, they'll never see you as an equal. They will see you as severely less than. And that's the appropriate position naturally. Because that we haven't lived that culturally or naturally ever in our lives, uh, at least in the last two millennials, millenniums. Women will never feel like they need to uh, uh, be, they will never sacrifice their finances to help men. They ain't never going to do it. Men, on the other hand, will overwhelmingly take on that role because either we're forced to, there's, there's public ridicule and shame if we don't, and that's what we naturally want to do. When 
Men date down. That's what we're supposed to do and take care of the bills. When women have more money, they don't feel the need to date down. That to me is egregious, and but that's the way it is. That's We know that's what most women are going to do. The more money they make, the less likely they're going to date down. They're just going to say equal and above. So then that creates a problem. They don't think their finances should be given to men to help men and, and, and people in the community. They, if they help anybody, it'll be another woman in her position. So that doesn't benefit anybody, the society great, greater when women make more money. It actually hurts society more when they make more money, and this is a fact. This is a fact. The more they make, the more they want to compete. The more they want more, more, more. And then they get themselves in a position where they can't be looked as, at as feminine, so then they're X'd out of the dating marketplace, and they want the exception to be made. Hey, well, well, well my stuff is important too. So if the onus is always on the men, no matter what, even if I met my financial match as a woman or she made more, I'm still going to pay the majority of the expenses. Even if she intends to pay 50%, it'll be me still buying more, better gifts for her, paying for dates and outings. She'll put her, she'll put her shit in there, but it's going to be on me as a man. Unless I just make zero and she makes all. Which can happen. So this is how I do it. It's the only way to do it. It eliminates the confusion and the talk and the chatter. And I'm just trying to get to the point. I'm trying to get to the bottom line. I don't have time to argue little shit. So let's just stand on it. I'm the dominant. I'm the dom. I'm daddy as fuck. I'm that dude. I'm the man. And... We're going to win or lose on me in the lead. We're going to live by the sword and die by the sword. Now, if you want it to be otherwise, you need to find another man. I'm not going to argue this or negotiate this. I'm not going to convince you, and I'm not going to switch that shit up in the middle of the game. So if you were the femme, if you were the submissive, if you were not the leader, if you were not in the position of strength, then you went back to work, you got your job, you got a little bit of money in your pocket, and then you wanted to renegotiate, you're going to see me walking right up off the goddamn game board. I'm going to just walk off the board and leave you there in your struggle pit because what you don't understand is as you're making more money, you're still not self-sufficient. You're still not willing to be self-sufficient. You're trying to make more money and call shots and still have me pay all the bills or the majority of them. You're still making me be the man, but you're calling the shots from the damn driver's seat or from the, from the back seat of the car. You throwing rocks and hiding hands. So the little money you made, you're still not going to be self-sufficient. So when I walk off the board, you still going to be struggling <laughs> with your job, with your career. You still going to be broke. You still need me to be the lead. You still working two jobs. You still need child support from me when I walk off the board. So don't try to pull my whole card out here. Don't try to play it both ways. Where now because you made a little bit of money, now you want to come in and have some damn input or you want to be in the lead when you want to be in the lead. And I can't tell you shit, but I'm still paying the most. You still put them bills on my desk. You still expecting me to be a man at the end of the day. 
So don't pull the bait and switch either because I will leave yourself by yourself. And you will realize real fast that you still needed me at the end of the day. This is just me talking and riffing. But inside the mind of a leader is the understanding that when you're the leader, your job isn't to please everybody. Your job is to make sure everybody survives. That's the job. Your job isn't to be liked. Your job isn't to have everybody sing your praises. Your job is to help everybody get to survive. So if you got some complaints and all of that shit, well, fill out a card or put on your armor, get your sword, pick your sword up. Pick your sword up. Or if you want to take the lead, Ninja, I'll take my suit of armor off. And you put on your super suit. (laughs) That's the way it is. And that's the way it's going to be. But at the end of it, you will find me being a survivor and you will find your ass out here selling pussy. So that's where it's going to be. And you'll find yourself out here on social services. You'll find yourself out here trying to swindle child support from me. Either way, either way, you still going to need a ninja. And I ain't going to help you. And I have the ability to say I ain't going to help. That's just how I have to do it. Otherwise, it's useless chatter, confusion, and nonsense. Leaders lead. I lead. I don't give a shit if you happy. Are you alive? And did you eat? And can you sleep tonight? That's the only three things I worry about, Ninja. Mm. (laughs) That's the only thing you need to worry about. You alive? Okay, you doing better than most people today. Most people ain't alive. They ain't even seen today. Okay, what else? You got a belly full of food? Your belly full? Cool. Did you, you can sleep in peace? You ain't losing sleep? Okay, got you. Did you, we better than 90% of the planet right now. All the rest is extracurricular. (laughs) Anyway, not a lot of men cut like me today. And the more time goes on, you're looking at a guy right here. I'm a, what did they say? I'm a dying breed. I'm a dying breed out here. You look at the millennials and Gen Z, they ain't on this. And oh, by the way, women that think they want a traditional man, think twice. Think hard. You're asking for a simp to come up here. That's what you're asking for is a simp that you can walk all over. You don't want a real traditional man. You don't. Because it's not pretty. I'm the last of a dying breed out here. As this day, as the, as the calendar flips from year to year, I'm the last of a dying breed. And I can tell you that 100%. And I have no ifs, ands, I have no doubts that I'm doing this shit right. Oh, and if you think I'm, you're going to change my mind anytime soon, I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you at. I don't know who you think you are. You don't even have a super punani out here. If you think I'm going to come off of this square at any time soon with any of this bullshit that you want to tell me, you out of your cotton picking mind. If you think I'm going to abdicate this throne, I was, I got the, I got the best of this deal. I rolled the dice. God had all of that shit going and he made me a man. It could have been worse. He could have made me a woman. And I would have been out here in the Lulu, but he didn't. God said, make that man a man. And I'm out here living, living a man.
I'm living a man's lifestyle. We need more men like this and not these super-ass, gump-ass, simp-ass ninjas caking for these women. By the way, one more piece of advice. Stop spending all your time with women. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in captivity. Don't you feel safe and secure today? Men are not supposed to be hanging out with women all the time. Yes, I'm old. Men are not supposed to be hanging out, sitting up under women all day long. In fact, in a generation in time before, Ninja, if you, if a man, an older man found your ass up under caking up on a woman with your head, with your head in her lap all day, Ninja, they would have your ass out there cutting grass and picking cotton in a minute. Never in the history of time have men been just sitting up under women and women they best friend and joking and laughing and sniggling. Wasting your days and your woman's like, let's hang out and let's do something. Cuddle up on the couch. The fuck? Get your monkey ass up. And I don't care if it's Saturday or Sunday. You guys crazy. You guys are crazy with sitting up under women all day long. It is not supposed to be that way. They ain't supposed to be shopping with you and going to Target and then going to the fair and then going to the family's house and then going listening to her all damn day. Hell no. Hell no. That's how you lose your man card. Listen to her talking and watching her spend your money. Going to the movies. No, no. You get a couple hours with me. Let's make the best of it. All right, dear, let's go. I'm going to pay attention to you. I'm focused on you. All right, time's up, bitch. All right, go back to doing what you was doing. <laughs> time's up. All right, I'm going to go do some man shit right now. Cupcake and ass ninja sitting up under women all day long. It is not supposed to be. You guys got, you guys are <laughs> unbelievable. And this don't have nothing to do with hate. Y'all not supposed to be sitting up under women all day. Go put some blocks together. Go get some Legos together or something. Cut some grass, pull some weeds. Do some jumping jacks, read a book. You up there wasting your time. Well, I want to spend time with you. And I'm just sitting here like, all right, all right. Here's hour number one, hour number two, hour number three, hour number four, glass number wine number one, glass number one, wine number two, food, watching a show, a movie, ninja. Oh. It's too much. It's too much. That's too much time with one woman in a day. That's too much time with one woman. Go dig a hole, ninja. Go 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 swim, ninja. Go run some laps, ninja. Lift some weights. Get a wrench. Fix something, ninja. Fix something. <laughs> Rotate your tires. Check your oil, ninja. They ain't offering you nothing back. That they're getting something from you. You ain't getting shit back from them. It don't take all that time sitting up under no damn woman all day. It's a waste of your cotton-picking time. Watching they goofy-ass Tyler Perry movies all day. Ninja, oh, my God. <laughs> paint something. Ninja, go paint something. Run a trail. Ninja, go take a, kill a rattlesnake with your bare hands. What's wrong with these men today? Caking-ass ninjas. Unbelievable, man. Then you got to apologize. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to walk my dog. What took you so long? What's wrong with you, codependent-ass person? I'm not your damn whipping boy. I'm not your damn entertainment. I'm not your dancing monkey. I'm not your pillow. I'm not your pillow. 
Why well, I'ma just be up under you, your comfort or safety blanket. Why well, I'ma just cover you for hours and hours on end. Go do something. I feel like I'm wasting my cotton picking time sitting up under a woman past two hours. I'm like, this is counterproductive. What are we doing? Can I hang out with you? Can I hang out with you? For what? <laughs> yeah, like I'm your puppy. For what? We hung out for two hours. I busted my nut. Let me take a nap. Are you good? Go get some friends. Jesus. <laughs> they want me to sit up there and entertain. Ninja, go ride a bike. Go get outside. Go jog, Ninja. You are not your woman's pillow. You are not your woman's pet. You're not your woman's pet. She's sitting up there getting fat and you sitting up under her. What's wrong with these men today? It don't take no eight hours to hang out to get no punani at the end of the night. I can get the punani first 15 minutes. I give you an hour 45 back. Chick, you're happy. Okay, I'm back doing what I need to do, Ninja. I'm back reading the book. Don't bother me, Ninja. <laughs> All right, goodness. What's wrong with you guys, man? I'm, I'm worried about these men. Yeah, I ain't no teddy bear. I'm not a teddy bear. I'm not your teddy bear, girl. Begging to be with me. and Can we do something this weekend? And we have fun. And can... Ninja, is anybody else having fun with you? Nobody else. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that you're asking me to do something nobody else is doing with you? Have you taken that into consideration? Or are you just going to ask me to get weak for you? Nobody else is taking this goofy-ass deal that you're trying to give me. <laughs> How about I give you $150 and you get up out of my hair? How about you do that? <laughs> go get a damn hobby. Go shoot a firearm. Ninja, go climb a wall. Go climb a fence. When was the last time you climbed a fence? Go climb a fence just because. Just because. Climb a fence. Right, anyway. Suck an MC ass ninjas out here. The death nail to your relationship is spending time with women. That's the death nail to your relationship. You're going to think it's the opposite. You're going to be like, no, I'm supposed to spend time with her. The death nail of your relationship is spending, sitting up under a woman. That's going to that's gonna turn on you fast. You think, it's, you think you're winning, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn up to be an L. It's going to turn up to be a L because over time, you're going to get stupid sloppy. You're going to develop man boobs. She's going to lose respect for you. You're going to be in an argument with her. Um, You're going to lose the desire. She's going to get comfortable. She's going to expect you to do it like you a goddamn curious George stuffed animal. Then when you want to do something else, you're going to be offended. Why can't I do it? Oh, just... He said, your absence is what makes you interesting to women. Facts. When you are mysterious, you're absent, you're not available, they pine. Pine. I want more time. I want more, more, more. And eventually, if they don't get it, they'll move on. You didn't lose nothing. But when they can't account for where you are, they curious like a mother sucker. They like, damn, where you at? I can't find you busy all the time. And why? Yep, they start getting comfortable farting. Nah, Ninja, when I show up around a woman, she like, 
Do you need anything? What do you need? How can I make you comfortable? You good? All right, I know I only got an hour and a half. Okay, we better make the best use of our time. Let's go upstairs. She jump all it. She dropped that neck barbecue. There's barbecue in there. Then I'll be like, shit, here we go. Looks like it's go time for me. I got to go to the next thing. Uh-huh. And I'm out of here. I see you. I catch up with you. When are we going to catch up? When I catch up. Don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> Jump in my truck. Zoom. It's crazy. Jump in my truck and go do some shit. And if she find another ninja to go fill up her guts, ninja, it is what it is. Uh, anyway, <laughs> shout out to our brother. That was just riffing today. Shout out to our brother, Robert T. Thompson says it's barbecue. In it's there. barbecue in there. It's barbecue. It's barbecue out here. I'm trying to wake these men up, man. I'm trying to make these win. Cause really it's our fault. Twin A, I got you. Did I get it? Did I get it? Josh says peace leave is 385. They broke. They broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Facts. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my... LL Music TV with the 100. The 100. Mr. Albert says, I looked at my high school yearbook the other day, and the question was asked, where do I see myself in 10 years? I said, married with children. And you're not married with children now. You got the divorce. You got the divorce. Jungle Strut said, coach on the roll now. Coaches on the roll. Thank you, brothers. We need this. We need men like this to, uh, to, to tell men. Now, you don't have to follow. You can go over there and cake up under these women. Ultimately, they will not respect you. You're going to lose respect. And the last thing you ever need to do is argue with a woman. I swear to God, ain't nothing more of a waste of time. This is why you see me on my platform. Like, arguing with them is useless. It don't matter. Because I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway. And you're not going to stop me. That's number one. You're not going to stop me. You might stop me once. You ain't going to stop me consistently. That's number one. Number two, you're going to benefit from me doing what I'm going to do anyway. So you ain't got to agree to it anyway. So what the hell? <laughs> she, somebody said my wife agrees. For real. All right. They be out here shit testing you. They just like attention. And, and listen, women like attention. They're cute little girls. Shout out to you, little girl. You be like, oh. At you, you little girl. You know what I mean? You're so adorable. You're cute. You pitch a little cheek. All right. Sorry. You know what I mean? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And walk the hell off. They just like, oh, shit. I gave you this nice kitchen. Do something with it. <laughs> but I'm not going to entertain you. You guys got to stand your ground. You think you're here to entertain women. This is why I'm against game. This is why I'm against game. All right, shout out to my game, guys. This is why I'm against game, because game makes you entertain women. I ain't here for your damn entertainment. Do I look like the movies? <laughs> I ain't here to make you feel good. <laughs> I fear to begin. I'm here to get you to survive, bitch. I'm here to get you to the damn promised land. I ain't here to make you feel good with no cool-ass words, Casanova shit. That ain't my job. If that if you want to do like that, go ahead and find you an entertainment ass, tap dancing ass, shuffling ninja. Go ahead. That ain't my job. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah.
ninja like, man, I like the company of women and I like to talk to them and I like to have that little play for ban or banter back and forth. And I like to have a little argument and debate. Why? <laughs> Did it move the needle? Did it get her punani wet? Nah, it didn't. <laughs> it did not. Kill the captain says co-workers have proven CGA correct on many things. Listen to me, man. Many things that I say, you will see. It doesn't sound right, though. When I say it, you're going to be like, damn, this ninja, what happened to what crawled up his? Never mind. People like this just uh, just doesn't seem right, but it's right. I'm hitting the nail right on the head. This is why I call myself the Bruce Wayne of this ish. I don't. I think mystery, confusion, and shit like this is what attracts women. Jumping in front of them with clown clowning, jumping in front of them clowning and shit. That ain't gonna get you nowhere. There's women out here getting papped out by a ninja that does not text them back. Now they want to be text back. They will tell you that that's how you're going to get to them. I want a guy that pays attention. This is me a good morning text and shit like that. And I want him to say, to ask me how I'm doing today. You know, the guy getting her guts and swinging her, squeezing her lungs is the guy that is not doing any of that shit. You know the guy, you know the guy that she's standing in line for in the marriage is a guy ain't tap dancing and doing none of that shit. She's staying with that ninja. She ain't divorce graping him or nothing. Cause she know once he walk out the door, whether she get alimony or child support or not, she's still gonna be fucked up. So she's like, I need to do what I need to do. It's the ninjas that do, it's the ninjas that be trying to please and placate these women. Those are the women that get called the police on. Those are the dudes. Those are the men. You trying to placate with her. You don't walk away from the argument. You're emotionally disconnecting. Shut up, bitch. All right. I don't want to hear that shit. You need to learn how to shut up. For real. You need to learn how to be quiet. I said what I said. Walk the hell off. Leave her there sitting there in the puddle. Puddle of tears. It's the guy. You ever see a domestic violence situation? You ever see a domestic violence when the cops get called? What kind of what kind of situation is it? <laughs> I'm just saying, and I don't push domestic violence. If you ever see a domestic violence situation and the police get called, what normally happens? Did the dude just pile driver, beat her up, hit her with the DDT, whip her into the ropes, give her the big boot, pick her up, hit her with the rock bottom, then pick her up again, hit her with the stone cold stunner? It's never that, is it? It's never that. It's normally an argument that went on for hours and hours and hours. And you trying to tell the bitch, see what I'm trying to tell you. And she drunk. She out of her mind. She hysterical. She high. And you trying to have a conversation back and forth. And then she come up and get in your face and you ain't shit. And I will whoop your ass right now. And you ain't whooping shit, bitch. And then all of a sudden she try to take a swing at you. Miss, slip, trip, and fall. Hurt her wrist. You trying to make sure she don't fall. You catch her and push her away from the edge of the table so she didn't slice her face open. But she he pushed me and I hurt my wrist. And she called the whole police. You going to jail on some shit she caused. She threw the first blow. She argued. She talked about your mama ain't shit. And she brought up some shit that you told her in confidence. And she fell trying to hit you. 
and sprained her wrist. Now you going to jail. Mm. <laughs> yep. That's the typical domestic. And then when the cops pull up, she come out. <laughs> he pushed me, and then I sprained my wrist and my pinky finger, and then I scraped my knee. It ain't never a ninja that's just walked the hell off and said, man, and gave her the middle finger and say, man, clean the kitchen. It ain't never a ninja that said, if you don't shut up, it ain't never a ninja that just be like beating her ass. Like just whipping her in ninja suplex, gore buster. It ain't never that. It's a dude trying to placate, argue, running away from her in the middle of the night like a runaway fugitive slave. He pushing her back in the car. Here, go home. Let me help you go home. He violated me. He pushed me into the car and I bonked my head and I sprained and lacerated my ear and my finger hurt. Mm. Now you done lost your whole movie career arguing. <laughs> hey, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. Take note. Never argue with these women. Don't argue. Ninja, just look at her. Do I have to repeat myself? <laughs> Do I have to repeat myself? All right, I see you on some shit. Grab your keys. Zoom, pull off. Room, leave her there so she can tear up the house. Not with you there. Hey, man, stop dealing with them, man. Y'all dealing too much with these people, man. There's no point you need to prove, Ninja. You the man. You're the man. You could be dead wrong. You still the man at the end of the day. But it's better than arguing with her ass. Ain't no point. <laughs> I could be dead ass wrong. But at the end of the day, I'm the man in this situation. And I'm going to walk smooth the hell off. Now, I might figure that shit out later and say, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have did that. You know, I was wrong. And I'll come back. She'll be laid all out. You walk in the door. I knew you'd come back. I was right. And I know you were with your whores at the no-tell let motel. And I know you cheated on me. And then I say, oh, here, dear lady, get here. Here, let me get a napkin for those tears. All right, here we go. Dry your eyes. Here you go. All right. Let me take you to the bedroom. You pick her up. Take her to the bedroom. Toss her on the bed. Take her clothes off. I'll fix this problem. All right, all right. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Hey, yo, chill. <laughs> hey, yo. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> oh, man. I'll fix this for you. And then all's well that ends well. <laughs> yeah. You got to give it to her. You know what I mean? She, <laughs> she needing it. You know what I mean? She needing it. She'll feel special again. Oh, that's my hero. That's my hero. Let me stop. Oh, man. 
Oh, she she'll enjoy it. She'll be happy. She'll be happy. Problem solved. Uh, can we get a wrench for Albert Wesker and JC? Shout out to you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, we we will get to the main event at some particular point. Goodness. All right, the ladies are in here. You're my hero. Yes, I'm, you got to be their hero. You got to be their hero. That was JC. And then we'll get this brother right here. Did I get JC? Who else? Albert Wesker. I don't see him. Is he not here tonight? He must not be here tonight. All right, coworkers are proving me right. Shout out to you, Deacon. David Deacon Little says, this is why I thank God I'm single. Shout out to CGA. Yeah, man. Shout out to CA, you said. I'm not sure if that was me. But yes. Absolutely. Main event, main event, main event. Enough of this riffing. That's what happens at night. Main event, main event. Then your wife walking around like this. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what she needs. (laughs) All right, here we go right here. Main event, Christy Brinkley. Can't find love. Delulu is the Salulu. This is where we're dealing with today. I'm going to put this up right here. Christy Brinkley, age 69, says she's open to finding love, but laments a lack of options. A lack of options. Doesn't seem to be anybody out there. What happened? Where did all the men go? Are you serious? Are you serious? Now, this is where it goes off the rails here. Let's give you an idea. That's Christy. Oh, man, that's not the best picture of her. Let me let me give some. <laughs> that's not the best picture, Christy. All right, hold on for a second. I'll read the article. We got to tell these youngins who Christy Brinkley is. She was a flatback supreme back in the day. Uh, let's see if I can pull up Christy Brinkley when she was young. Let's pull up the younger pictures. And I know she's not going to look like anything because y'all ninjas used to looking at airbrushed uh, women with... Uh, you know, irregular faces. This is somewhat of a natural woman, if you will. All right. Not with any lip injections, cheek injections, uh, injections, and all of this stuff. When you look at women from the 80s and 90s, they don't look very good comparatively because we're used to AI. Okay. Let me find a younger picture of her. They got some pictures of her when she was a teenager on here. I don't know if I can show that. She was an underage teenager. She was a model back in the day. Where's her pictures here? Uh, no, that's a, okay. Hold on for a second. She was a sports illustrated model, cover girl, cover girl ass model. Who remembers cover girl? This is okay. That That's her right there in her dressed up appearance there. Christy Brinkley. She used to be the ish back in the day. And she even modeled into her sixties and all of this stuff. I'm trying to find it. Give me younger pictures. I'm going to put 1980s. The hell is this shit? All right, yeah, give me, give me, okay, here you go right here. All right, Flatback Supreme. Y'all see it right there? There you go right there. That's Christy Brinkley. All right, she had the cute little button nose and the soggy body and, you know, when they when they used to get women that looked very, very young. She was on Sports Illustrated right here on the cover when it meant something. Sports Illustrated. Fake blonde, it looks like. Uh, let me see if I can find another younger uh, that's not a good, well, that's very 1980s too. Christy Brinkley. That's Christy Brinkley right there. She was a household name. All right. She was a household name. She was up there with, um, 
Uh, eventually, Chris, uh, Cindy Crawford became kind of her replacement. She's a household name. This is her as a teen, as a teenager. Right there. So she's been out there. Looks like California. I wish they all could be California girls. She's a California girl. She, she, she's basically a beach girl. Now, she's still good looking for her age. And she still models and shit like this. You will catch her out here with her body out here looking crazy. Face full of surgery and whatnot. She got a she got a track record a mile long right here. So that's the difference between what, 40 years? That's what she looked like in the late, in the early 90s. This is what she looked like today. Right there. That, that's Christy Brinkley. So yeah, she was a household name. And this was a natural white woman's body back in the day before they started eating meat. This is what white women used to look like. <laughs> Here we go. And by the way, white women aimed to look like her. They didn't want booties. Like women wanted flat booties and flat tummies and flat chests. It was like, I cannot keep this. White women would go crazy trying to get this body. They would go crazy. Now they still do this, but in the wealthy areas. Now they... Trying to get a little booty now. White women trying to get booty. Back in the day, white women wanted flat butts. Who's old enough to remember that? Who's old enough to remember that? White women wanted flat booties. All they jeans had pockets that were super high on their back. All their pants was designed to make their butt look smaller. Like they was like, I don't want a big fat butt. Who remembers that? That was a long time ago, man. <laughs> like they all they pants made they butt look in the back. And if you ever said, if you ever said, damn, you thick to a white girl, they be crying like Stewie. They said, what? <laughs> you said I was thick. <laughs> you said my butt's big. <laughs> you said I'm chunky. They will lose their mind. Lose their mind. Today, you tell a white girl she thinks, she'd be like, I know. Mm -hmm. And she'll pop her back out. But them Jordan-ass jeans, they wanted Joe, <laughs> they wanted they bat to be flat. <clears throat> Tight, yep, waist snatched. All of that. They didn't want no damn curves. They wanted no hips, no booty, no side, no shape, no nothing. Hourglass, barely. That was, a, that was a time to be alive. Miss 6 o'clock. Miss straight up, straight up, straight up, straight down. Anyway, them Jordan jeans ass, they want them little booties. But the thing is, they didn't know that the women that they were trying to aim to be were like 15, <laughs> 16, and 17. They didn't realize that they're like women like 24 years old eating lettuce trying to look like a 16-year-old model they saw in a Cosmo magazine. They didn't realize that that's what was happening. And I'll show you right there. What's that girl's name? Brooke Shields. They was all trying to look like Brooke Shields, but Brooke Shields was like 15. Look, let me show you. This is a prime example right here. So this Brooke Shields right here. So look, but in this ad, she's 15. I don't know if I can show that on the internet. That's how racy this was. So in this advert, she's dressed up like a grown woman. She's definitely posing like a grown woman. 
and her body is very much like a, you know, an ironing board flat. But she's 15 in the, vi- in, the fi- in the picture. In the picture, she's 15, 16, 17. So back in the day, the models would be extremely young. And women would be aging up trying to look like the models that they saw on the Cosmo and the magazines. It, it's a, it was a weird psyop game to them. And uh, if you watch the Brooke Shields documentary, they'll explain how that became a phenomenon. She kind of led the phenomenon of the Lolita, of the Lolita model. Prior to them, prior to them, the models were curvier and they were more representative, indicative of the woman, although they were still petite as well. So Marilyn Monroe, Jane Mansfield, if you will, even the black models, um, um, the black women before that were curvier. They weren't fat like these women you're out here trying to date. They were curvy, but they weren't with these ghetto booties. <laughs> right, anyway, ghetto booties didn't exist like that, but let's get back to the show. What are we talking about? The hell are we talking about? All right, anyway, Christy Brinkley out here in Delulu land. She says there's no available men out here. And the point we want to make here is I know a lot of guys think when they get older, the women will probably get less delusional. It's not true. Supermodel Christy Brinkley has not closed the door on love. She's 69. 69, still haven't closed the door on love, but the ageless beauty is not sure that there is a suitable person open for her. Well, why you why you looking for it? Why are you looking for it? There's no love out there. Brinkley recently admitted that while she remains open to a relationship. 69. Like who possibly could you get into a relationship with? <laughs> throw the damn towel. Throw the damn towel. Let's go ahead and throw the towel. We need to throw the towel, man. It's a wrap. There's nothing out there for you. Just live your life. (laughs) By the way, she's been married four times. Four. She's had four strikes at this. She struck out four times. What are you looking for out here? You married Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Then who did you marry after that? Peter Cook. Peter. Do people get named Peter anymore? That's a dang name. Miller Peter Peter. Then you married. Oh, oh, I missed one. You skipped it. You uh, married Richard Tabman. Tobman. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right. Peter Cook after that. I mean, and you didn't even let it marinate. You got divorced in, two, in two, 1994. Married. Divorced in 1995. Married in 1996. Divorced in 2008. Oh, I forgot one. What's this 1973 marriage going on there? You had to be a minor. Don't let me count that. <laughs> well, maybe she wasn't a minor. She's. Okay, right here. Francois. Francois. This ninja might have been a metaphile. All right, what is this ninja? Oh, no, they was both youngins. That, that's where they was at. Look, he got her young, fresh, and green. Yeah, he got her young, fresh, and green. He got her right off when men, women used to get married. This ninja was out here, got her young and fresh, young and fertile. Yeah, buddy. He's like, I got her. Look at He got the trophy. How old was she right there? How old was she right there? 
I don't want to find out. I don't want to open up no wounds. <laughs> she looks like an underage. Uh, let me see here. She was married. What? How old was she? Yeah, she got married back to back to back. All right, I don't want to do the math on this shit. I can, I can literally do the math, but I don't want to do the math. They fell in love in Paris. Francois. The pair didn't share any children. Okay. Uh, okay. Somebody do the math. When was she born? I can't do the damn math. She looked like an underage teenager. <laughs> All right, here we go. She, knew, she looked young as hell. 1973, she looked the freshest. Okay, back to it. Chrissy Brinkley's looking for love. Ladies, this looking for love stuff, y'all got to throw the towel. It's not going to happen for you, so why are, we, why are you ruining everybody's time? It says right here, there's just, there just doesn't seem to be anybody out there, she lamented to People Magazine. Brinkley has been married four times, and they already, we already got it. At the same time, she continued, I am pretty comfortable with my life the way it is, so K Sarah Sarah. Okay. And she says right here, I always said my whole life that I think you have to be happy alone so that you can get a man for the right reasons. So she was 18. Thank you. She was 18. And it said right there, yeah, she was 18, literally. Yeah, she was born in 1955. Wait a minute, is that right? Yeah, she was born in 1955, married in 73, so she was 18. Thus proving my point, just proving my point that people used to get married young back in the day. In the 70s and 80s, like, you know, people got married at, at 21, 22. Not this 28, 32-year-old shit. She got married right away. It's a different time. It's a different time, but listen, man. And people are going to say, and it didn't work either. It ain't like your marriages are working. Come on, stop. Maybe we should just ban marriage. Let's just get collective. Maybe we should just ban marriage altogether. And she says right here, and you're not clinging to him because you need to, you know. As of recent, Brinkley was adamant that she would not utilize one frequent avenue to find love. She says, nope, nope. She told Social Life Magazine about using a dating app. That would be weird if I got Christy Brinkley, but I would never do it. I would never get it. In 2020, years after her breakup with singer John Mellencamp. Oh, she really was in these streets. God dang. In these streets. Brinkley insisted, my love life is that I love life. She told people, the love of my life is my life. Yeah, she out here. She out here. Wait a minute. She out here. She and Mellencamp dated for a year, beginning in 2015, bonding over their families. Quote, quote, when it comes to relationships, there is something nice about just being the same age. She told people of Mellencamp when they were dating, you never really know what's going on, she said, of them potentially tying the knot. I wish she did not. I wish they would. <laughs> I wish a nigga would. John and I are two people that are very full lives we were just trying to enjoy each other well when we can see each other and try not to put too much pressure on it just days ahead of her 70th birthday brinkley brinkley is relishing life as it is there she is right there there it is right there i still have a few days left of my sexy 60s mm. 
before I dance into my sensational 70s on February 2nd. Happy birthday to her, but I already know it's going to be a spectacular year. I know because that's my plan and I'm old enough to know that it's up to me to make sure of it. She wrote on Instagram. I always used to say to my kids, go out and make, I ain't reading all this. (laughs) I ain't reading all this. This woman lonely, man. She lonely. This is lonely talk to me. This is lonely talk. I ain't about to read all that lonely talk. She lonely. She ain't got nothing to look forward to. This is right here. And she also is probably living off of a lot of ninjas alimony. She probably living off of still living off of Billy Joel's alimony. For sure. Let me check the dates real quick. All right. We about to hit that. We about to hit these super chats and get up out of here. Let me check the dates on how long was she married to Billy Joel? Long enough to get some damn alimony. They were married 11 years. So, yeah, she probably got lifetime alimony. Women be like, she has her own money. When has, ladies, when has having your own money actually resulted in you spending your own money? I'll wait. I'll wait. When has having your own money actually stopped you from taking other people's money? Like an ex-husband or child support. Every time I hear that she got her own money, they also drag in a ninja in divorce court. <laughs> right? What the hell? She got her alimony, not her own money. She got all the money. Mm. Yep. So she definitely got lifetime alimony if she got a divorce. She put 11 years on Billy Joe. When did they get divorced? Let me see if they got divorced in New York or Los Angeles. Let me see your divorce, Christy Brinkley. I'm going to find out right now. I don't know why I want to know, but I'm going to find out. When did they get divorced? Let me see. The sad hint Brinkley gave away of why she divorced. Okay, why she divorced them? Okay, they went to St. Bart's. Okay, they tied the knot in 1980 and five. Long time ago. Okay, hinted at the divorce. It didn't look good. Okay, the marriage didn't work. Okay, right there. He had a hectic schedule. They spent a lot of time apart. Shortly after the demise of the marriage, Brinkley seemingly slammed the singer for his inability to open up and communicate. Just because people can express themselves through their art doesn't mean they are great communicators in person. Who wants to talk to Chrissy Brinkley? Who wants to talk to Chrissy Brinkley? Anybody? Not me. I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> All right, anyway. She don't seem like she's talked to toable. She don't seem like she talked to toable. And she hit him with the I'm not happy on that ninja. I'm not happy. (laughs) All right, their kids got married. Shout out to them. There they are right there. He definitely was out of his league. He definitely dating out of his league. Yeah, she the problem. Four divorces? She's the problem. He like, man, you messing up my career. She's like, I need to write a song. He like, I need to write a song. She's like, well, let's hang out together. Have you ever done this? Another riff. Have you ever done this? You met a woman. And they make you fall for this trap. But you're so busy and money isn't everything. And you're a workaholic and, you know, spend some time and smell the roses and take a vacation. And you don't have to work so hard. You, you know, what's another dollar? 
you, you don't need to do you don't need to do all this work. Just just relax. Just sit back and you ever hear this stuff? They be hitting you with this and they whole life be in shambles. The person giving you this info, life is a train wreck. They late on their bills. They borrowing money. They getting binds fixed. They low level workers, foot soldiers, frontliners, non-essential workers. <laughs> they living off another ninja. They living off alimony or child support. They live with their parents. They don't understand that it's do or die on your on your watch. They're like, what's the point? You know, you can get through life on easy mode, recruit difficulty. <laughs> now, you fall for this shit. All right, all right, I'll spend time. I won't work tonight. Uh, I won't put the extra day in. I'll smell the roses. Guess what happens? Every now and then, and this is going to happen, you make a little bit less money. You make a little bit less money. And guess what happens? They start asking you why they can't afford to do shit. Why can't we afford to do that? Well, I can't afford it. I mean, I don't make as much money as I did. But I'm spending time with you. So, you know, we on a budget now. Uh, making a little bit less over the last few months. <laughs> and then they going to dump your ass. Mm. Then they're going to dump you. We should go on vacation. Well, we can't really go on vacation because I've been using my vacation time hanging out with you for extra hours, and I haven't been on my grind. Well, that sucks. I'm going on vacation. We need to go on vacation. What we need to do, you need to go get a raise. Ask for a raise. Put some extra hours in. Get a second job. <laughs> You're like, I can't. You know what I mean? I killed my momentum. It's going to take me a couple more months to get my momentum back. They're going to be like, yeah, fuck that. Now they like, man, that's whack. You, you ain't got the money you used to have. <laughs> so, yep, man, I'm telling you, it's a trap. It's a trap. Just go ahead and just grind. Just do the grind. If she don't want to stick around, she don't want to stick around. Fuck it. <laughs> right? They're going to trap you into doing and accepting less out of life. And then your ass going, they go. <laughs> and then they going to ditch you when you ain't got no money in your bank account. You'd be like, she, like, let's go out to eat this weekend. Well, you know, our budget's a little bit tighter than it was. Why? Why the, why the budget tighter? Well, you saw me not working. You told me not to work. <laughs> you told me you needed to spend more time. I needed to smell the roses. Remember you said that? Yep. Shout out to G Money says I'm listening. Stuff like that almost took me out. Shout out to you. Ken says retainer for regarding your YouTube biz. My business? I don't have no business. Ninja, what in the world? I'm watching you, Ninja. I'm watching you. Oh, I'm sorry. What service would you be willing to pay? What service would you be willing to pay 2K a month retainer? For regarding your YouTube biz. I'm looking at you like. I'm going to have to hit you with the. I'm going to have to hit you. What that mean? 
I got my eye on you, ninja. <laughs> I got my eye on you, ninja. You gonna have to clear that shit up. I'm watching you, ninja. I'm watching you. Private investigator watching. What? YouTube is ninja. I ain't got no job. <laughs> All right, anyway. Yo, ninja be trying to set me up out here. Ninja, I thought we agreed to a deal. All right, what do we got right here? Uh, let's see our here. Brother JC says. I'm rich, he says, coach, you didn't gave me a damn rich. You know, I'm petty. I'm going to start grifting for show. Shout out to the low level agents. I'm moving on up to the east side ass ninjas. All right. Shout out to you, brothers. And I think we're done. I'm going to get something to eat, man. I'm done, man. Private investigator watching me now. All right, I got to get up out of here and the paralegal watching my ass today. Sneaky, sneaky, pretty sneaky, sis. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. Peace.